Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk shit. Recorded live. Same as you could ever want to do. The world tells us that we need more self-confidence... But God tells us the most dangerous thing that we can do is to be confident in ourselves. <laughs> that we are to be confident in Him. So yes, we want confidence. And we want confidence that we can do what we need to do. But we don't want to refer to it as self-confidence because the only confidence that we have is based on who we are in Christ. Now, you know, I studied this morning and studying gave me a certain amount of confidence that I could come up here and deliver this message properly. I've done this thousands and thousands and thousands of times, and some of that experience certainly gives me a certain amount of confidence that I can come up here and do this right. But there's something else way down deep inside of me, and I can tell you that I know, 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 that neither my study alone nor my experience, nor anything else will make this session today a success if Jesus is not all over it, in it, through it, under it, around it. There's a scripture that's just coming to my heart right now. The Bible tells us that God will not share his glory with anyone. So all the glory goes to God for any success that we ever have. Philippians chapter 3, verse 3. Are we Christians, are the true circumcision, who worship God in spirit and by the spirit of God, and we exalt and glory and pride ourselves in Jesus Christ, and we put no confidence, our dependence, let's read it again, we put no confidence, our dependence, on what we are in the flesh and on outward privileges and physical advantages and external appearances. So that means that our confidence should not come from what we look like, although we all want to look our best. And I, I worked hard on this this morning. I can promise you I didn't look like this when I got up. And, and, and I worked on it, and I got the matchy thing going, and, and, you know. Yes, I want to look nice, and it, it makes you feel good. You feel that you look your best, but we can't be all so caught up in the way we look that if we have one pimple one day or happen to have a bad hair day that we're going berserk now and feeling like, you know, we're just no good, and now we feel bad all day, and we're grouchy all day. We have to have our confidence in Christ. You can't have your confidence in your money, your job title. You know, if you're a doctor, that's great. But if you work in a factory, that's great too. And the factory worker can have just as much confidence 
as the doctor. And, you know, just because the world looks at different people different and admires certain things over others, that doesn't mean that God sees things that way. If there's anything that we want to remember when we're done today is that God sees the heart. And he's not impressed with all of our shenanigans, our outfits, the way we look, our hairstyle, the people we hang out with, the label in our clothes, the car we drive, the house we live in, the neighborhood we live in, our string of degrees behind our name. The only thing that impresses God is, do you have a good heart? Do you love God? Do you love people? Do you want to be obedient? Are you looking forward to Him coming back to get you? Amen. Confidence is a belief that you can do a thing. And I believe that I could come out here and do this this morning, and I already believe I can do it tonight, and I'm already believing that I can do it until I'm, I don't know, 95 or 100. I don't know. But I know that I cannot do it without God. Every day you ought to say at least about five or six times, God, apart from you, I can do nothing. And in me, that is in my flesh, dwells no good thing. Nothing. But I can do all things through Christ, who is my strength. Confidence is a belief that you can do a thing. It's faith. When you're confident, you can relax and not worry or be afraid. I'm really pretty relaxed when I'm up here. Why? Because I'm not really trying to impress anybody. You know, after people clap for you long enough, you get over that. And so it's like, there's a freedom in no longer needing to impress people. If you like me, God's going to have to make you like me. I don't have to get up here and try to play all these games. And, you know, so I have fun doing this. Until I learned this, it was killing me. I mean, the pressure was pulling me. Because when you get up in front of people or you go to work every day and all you can think about is how you look and what people think and what they're saying about you. And, you know, if you're in with the right group, I mean, it's, it's a lot of pressure. How many of you know that that pressure is a lot of pressure? So we want to have confidence. I heard one time that a believer with no confidence is like a jumbo jet sitting on the runway with no fuel in it. You've got all the equipment, but no fuel to go anywhere. Now, the Bible talks about wise men and it talks about fools. And so we're going to take a look at what the Word of God actually says a fool is. Proverbs chapter 26. I've got down here the first 12 verses. I'll see if I can keep your attention that long. Proverbs 26, beginning in verse 1. Like snow in summer and like rain in harvest, so honor is not fitting for a self-confident fool. Now, I, I'm, I really love the Amplified Bible for a lot of different reasons. It's just the one that I've always used. And of course, there's lots of great translations of the Bible. But if I didn't have this Amplified Bible, that wouldn't say self-confident. It would just say for a fool. And I could go all my life not really understanding that in God's economy, a fool is somebody who depends on themselves. Like the sparrow in her wanderings and like the swallow in her flying, so the curseless cause does not come. A whip 
for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a straight slender rod for the back of a self-confident fool. In other words, a fool is always going to be taking some kind of a beating. <laughs> it might be a financial beating. <laughs> always things just never turn out right for him. God's not going to let things turn out right for you if you're not depending on him. You say, well, wait a minute. I know all kinds of wealthy people that have got all kinds of stuff, and they're not even believers. Well, go find out if they're really happy. Find out how many fears they have in their life of not losing what they have. Find out how many people really love them or if anybody even likes them. Because usually when you're working on the world system, to get a lot, this doesn't always happen, but a lot of people, they've got to walk all over somebody else to get it. Mistreat other people. And the good news is, is when you have your confidence in God and you obey Him, he can lift you up and promote you without you playing all those games. A fool is always taking a mental beating. The self-confident man must worry, be anxious, reason, be in fear. A self-confident fool also takes an emotional beating. Nothing really works out right for him. Since he's worked so hard in his life to make everything work out, he only has one option, and that is to be upset when things don't work out. And see, the good thing for those of us that are believers in Christ, once we really learn how to operate in the kingdom economy, and there are ways that God operates that the world doesn't understand, I can do the very best that I can. I can plan and have a program and do my best to work it. And you know what? If for some reason it doesn't work, then I can just say, well, I guess I missed God or my timing was off or whatever, but praise God, he still loves me. And I can just let go of what lies behind and press on to the next good thing that God has for me. I don't have to just have three years of depression because I tried something and it didn't work out. So, say with me, a fool is always taking a beating. Answer not a self-confident fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. You know, if you want to know where somebody's confidence is, all you have to do is just listen to them for a little bit because somebody who's self-confident cannot keep their mouth shut about themselves. They can't say a sentence without I, me, and mine in it. Answer a self-confident fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes and conceit. So he's saying there is a time to come back at a fool and try to straighten them out. He who sends a message by the hand of a fool cuts off the feet of satisfactory delivery. <laughs> In other words, the worst thing that I could do would be to have a bunch of fools working for me. Because no matter what I send them to do, it's not going to work out. I would much rather have somebody that is less naturally talented, but really leans on God working for me, than somebody who's super smart and full of themselves. Amen? Come on, somebody give God praise. So I think you get the point. I don't think I need to read the rest of that, but you can read it yourself. You'll find that many places in Proverbs, a fool is a self-confident man. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, when people give you compliments, you should receive them. Be gracious. That doesn't mean that you're proud and haughty. I love what uh, Corey Ten Boom, she said, 
I get compliments all the time, and everyone that comes to me, I receive it as a rose, and at the end of the day, I take the bouquet and give it all back to Jesus. Amen? So, you know, if, if you, even if God helps you do a good job, you're going to get some attention. People are going to tell you they appreciate you. They're going to tell you that, you know, and, and that's fine. Receive that. Receive it graciously. Unless somebody gets into worship, then you need to straighten them out. And, but then just always make sure that you give it all back to God. All back to God. You know, sometimes even when I do things or, you know, when I go and I do speaking engagements, I always get introduced. You know, here, I don't bother with that. I just come out. But when I go places and I get introduced, I mean, sometimes the way they make me sound, you would think that I was the greatest thing next to sliced bread. And, you know, while they're saying it, I kind of just talk to God and just say, well, you and I both know I'm nothing without you. So it's kind of funny how important they think I am, but we both know that I'm not. And so it's really your heart toward God that makes a difference. And so it's great if you're helping people and they want to encourage you. And I mean, that's good. We all need to be encouraged. But it's what you do with it after that. I remember before my ministry got very sizable at all. One night I was sitting on the edge of my bed, on the side of my bed, and I was getting ready to go to sleep. And I mean, for about 45 minutes, the Lord started dealing with me. And it, kind of went like this. We weren't having like some open conversation, but you know, when God puts things on your heart, you know what he's saying. And so by the time God got finished, I I sensed in my heart that God was getting ready to do some really good things as far as letting us be able to help more people in our ministry growing. And the long and the short of it was the message from him was, there's something I want you to always remember. Whatever good thing that you see happen through you, it is not you. It is me working through you. Wait a minute, I'm not done. (laughs) And it only means that I have wrestled with you long enough to get just another little square inch of your flesh that I can work through without you taking the credit. Amen? Come on now. So God wants to use us. Let me tell you something. Anybody listening to me, anybody in this place, if you want to be used by God, if you, if you want to own your own company, let's just say you're the boss. You know what? The, the worst thing in the world that you can do is act like a boss. Anybody can be a boss, but not everybody can be a leader. It doesn't take any talent to boss people around. And as soon as you start thinking that you're something, then that's what happens. You start looking down on others that you don't think are the something you are. tell me if you're never tempted with pride, then I'm going to have to tell you that you are lying. Because pride is at the base of all sin. When Lucifer fell from the exalted place that God had given him, it was pride that caused it. Five times in two verses or one verse, he said, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. And God said, let me show you what's going to happen. Well, <laughs> That's all of you. Only God. Apart from me, you can do nothing, the Bible says. Let's look at John 15, 5. 
you might be thinking, well, I came here hurting today, and I need to be comforted. I feel like you're kind of beating up on me. Well, you know what, Will? We'll pray for somebody to hug you and love on you before you get out of here. But <laughs> The point is, is, if you ever want God to do anything great for you, <laughs> then you've got to be prepared for it spiritually. And that means that you've got to still know that apart from him, you can do nothing. John fifteen five, I am the vine, you're the branch. Whoever lives in me, and I in him, bears much abundant fruit. However, apart from me, cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing. Now, this tree was outside my room, and yes, I attacked it. Here's the thing. All right, now, this flower is only on here because this was attached to a vine that was giving it life from within. So Christ comes to live in us, and he gives us life from deep within us, and we, we really don't comprehend how dependent this little branch is on that vine. See, all it does really is just kind of hang there, and everything else comes to it. Well, see, we need to learn how to just be sure that we're hanging on the vine. God, I'm nothing without you. Now, there's a bunch of little buds on here that, you know what, are never going to bloom. You know why? Because now it's off the vine. So I wonder how many possibilities... Okay, maybe you've had, a, maybe you've had one flowering success. <laughs> and so now that success has gotten you off the vine... Because now you're so busy taking care of your success. You. Amen. That now you have no time for the hanging vine thing anymore. <laughs> oh, man, I remember years when I just walked around. God, you got to help me. God, help me. I mean, I started to feel like I was like some kind of a mental case. I mean, I, was, I didn't even know what I needed help with. But I just felt so overwhelmed. I mean, the vision I had was completely stupid. Why would I think that this could ever happen to me? Why would I think that God wanted to use me, a, a totally unqualified, uneducated woman with half a brain from Fenton, Missouri? Who, who did I think I was? Oh, yeah, you're the, I was like, oh, God, you've got to help me, God. Help me, help me, help me, help me. Well, I was hanging on the vine. Let me tell you, I was hanging on the vine. I mean, I was believing God for anybody. I didn't care if there were two people to call me and ask me to come and speak. Just anybody. Well, then I started getting a little success. Well, then if I would get too far off that vine, man, everything would start to shut down. And then I'd have to, I'm sorry, Lord. Got to always keep him first. He's not happy with second place. He's only going to have first place. Amen. You keep God in his place and you stay in your place and everything's always going to work out good. So I had this one little flower, but I had all these other little possibilities. Man, there's a whole bunch of them things on there. Wow. That thing would end up really pretty if we wouldn't have taken it off the vine. I think that this word today is timely for some people. Now, this is good for everybody here, trust me. But... There's some people here today and some people watching by TV and listening even by recorded device that this is a word from God for you. 
you got a little flower. You, you got a little fruit. Well, don't get your eyes so much on that that now you just get all full of yourself and start going around giving success lessons to everybody. Come on. Don't you just love those people that when you say to them, you tell them what you're struggling with, and they say, oh, yeah, I, I was having a problem with that, but I just did this and that, and it's just, that's all you need to do. I just want to go. I tell you, every victory I got, I had to walk it out and suffer. Yeah, I started smoking when I was nine years old, and it was the hardest thing in the world for me to quit smoking. Matter of fact, when I started teaching, when I started teaching my first Bible study, I would sit on the floor with short shorts on and blow smoke in everybody's face. That's how I started. And you think God doesn't love you the way you are and He won't accept you the way you are? You know what? God sees the heart. And God sees the end from the beginning. Now, if I was still dressed like that and still blowing smoke in everybody's face, chances are I probably wouldn't be here today. So there is a little pruning that needs to go on in our lives. Amen. And today is a surgery day. We had the worship to anesthetize us. That's the way I look at worship. It's just like, oh, Jesus, I love you so much. There's just... Whatever, God, your will be done. And then I come in with the knife. Now, you know, this thing already doesn't look as good as it did this morning. We're going to look at this every session. It wouldn't surprise me if by tomorrow it's totally dead. You've got to hang on the vine. You've got to stay with Jesus. And you know what? You not only seek him in the valley, but you seek him on the mountaintop. Amen? Well, I often say that self-confidence is the belief that you can do a thing. But we also have to realize that God's word says, apart from him, we can do nothing, but that we can do all things through him. So, yes, we can do it, but we can only do it through him and through continually receiving his strength. So we really don't need more self-confidence. What we really need is more God confidence. Today we're offering four hours of teaching, four CDs, and I'm really excited about these. I, I remember when I taught them just, you know, I learn a lot when I'm teaching sometimes, and this is called self-help, but it's really about learning how to live beyond yourself and really, really realizing where your help comes from. We need to learn not to be into ourselves and just thinking that we can do things apart from God. I'm telling you what, here's a secret for you today. The more you lean on God, the better you're going to be at everything you do. So take a look at this and order your CDs right away and start listening so you can lean on God more. Sometimes we all need a little help with shifting our focus off ourselves. to the things that are most important to God. Joyce's new audio series, Self-Help, teaches you how to take life to a whole new level 
when you approach it with the right attitude. She shares why putting your confidence in God and helping others is a sure way to increase your joy. For a donation of $25 or more, you'll receive today's offer, Self-Help, 4-CD audio series. Call us toll-free at 1-800-727-9673 or visit us at JoyceMeyer.org. Now's the time to regain balance in your life by putting God first. If you're taking Joyce's 30-30 challenge and looking for an easy-to-understand Bible to help, check out the Everyday Life Bible. It's the amplified version, including Joyce's own notes and teachings. The Everyday Life Bible is a great resource to help you get the most out of your time studying God's Word. So give us a call or go online and pick up your copy today at a special price. And decide to make time in God's Word, the way of life. Being thankful for what God has done is one of the most important attitudes that we can have. It's not only important to God, but it's really important to us. It changes our lives when we're thankful. I believe that gratitude is powerful. I think it puts a smile on God's face, and it does nothing but good for you and everyone around you. Good things are in store when you understand the power of being thankful. The Power of Being Thankful, a new devotional by Joyce Meyer. by the friends and partners of Joyce Meyer Ministries. Hello, this is Mel Bond. If you enjoy God's Word and seeing God's miracles, you'll enjoy our program right here on the Church Channel every Monday at 4.30 a.m. Tuesdays, 3.30 p.m. Saturdays, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. What do a sassy Samaritan, a rejected daughter, an adulterous woman, and a young mother have in common? Jesus, visit the women of the Bible. Come, witness their journey at the Holy Land experience. Here you go, hon. Thank you. Did you know that if you die without leaving a will, the government decides what happens to your estate? Everything you work and save for to pass on to your children, grandchildren, or the organizations that you believe in. Well, that's just too precious to allow somebody else to decide what happens to That's why you need to create a will or review your will right away. And when you do, consider making TBN a beneficiary. When you designate a percentage of your estate or a dollar amount to TBN, you're allowing TBN's family of networks to help spread the gospel to every corner of the globe. So do what we did and request some additional information on creating a will that allows you to bless people all over the world. Send your letter of request to the address on your screen, and TBN will be happy to send you further information on estate planning, while they will even refer you to a Christian estate attorney who will help you prepare a will 
So write today. And create a living legacy which will allow people from every nation to hear the gospel.
went to bed the other night, I thought I had put my, my iPad on the charger, and I thought I had, and I had put it in the little slot it was supposed to go, but it wasn't pushed in there deep enough, and I got up in the morning, and the thing was dead. It looked like it was there. I had everything that I needed to have power. It was present, but not connected. Yeah. This is not a man that doesn't have a body. This is not a man that is a lunatic. Everything is there. It is present, but not connected. You'd be surprised at the things that look better on the outside than they are on the inside. They are present, but not connected. You'd be surprised at the people who sleep in the same bed. Both people are there. They are present but not connected. You be, I hear a lot of talk about people who don't have a dad. Let me tell you, there are people who did have a dad. They were present, but not connected. Yeah, yeah, just sit right there. I'm coming right where you are. Hold tight, baby. I'm coming your way. You can smile in the camera and take the pictures and celebrate your 25th anniversary and your 28th anniversary. Talk about how many years you've been together. Everybody claps. Yeah, you live in the same house. You're present, but not connected. You'd be surprised at the women that have babies and wear the title of being a mother. And the kids know that mom lives in the house. She's present, but not connected. Stella's too busy trying to get her groove back. Stella's too busy trying to go after a career. Stella doesn't understand that there's more to being a mama than pushing out a baby. This is a full-time, lifelong job. Oh, you thought I was going to get the men and not get the women, too? The devil is a lie. There's a whole lot of women who are present but not connected. How can you say somebody's cheating on you when you are present? I'm coming. You, you, you look at your statement over you and how much money you made, and you can't see where it went. And, and you know they're not lying. You actually did make the money. It was present. Anytime you have everything you need to function, but the things don't function that are in place, anytime things are in place and don't function, that is dysfunction. I might as well not plug the iPad up at all if it wasn't going to be connected. The fact that it is present and not connected means that the iPad is losing power, not because it's not present, but because it's not connected. And I'm wondering how much richer and fuller and brighter and stronger and vibrant your life would be if you would just plug up and really be connected. If you were connected with where you are right now. If you were connected with the roles you have and the rings you wear and the people you say you love and the life you want to live and the place you expect to be. If you are not connected, you are paralyzed. If you are not connected, you are dysfunctional. If you are not connected, maybe that's why you're not respected. Because you can't be respected if you're not we are looking at a man who is tired of laying in the bed he's just tired he's just tired of not functioning he's tired of going through the motions and not functioning he's tired of not being plugged up in his life in his house with his wife 
You know how you can show up and still not be at home? Run at all the appropriate places and say, yeah, uh-huh, and not even be there. This guy is tired of not functioning. And so I'm going, I want to go into step three. He develops a relationship with his friends. And he says, get me to Jesus. I want to take a moment and talk about hooking up with people that are taking you somewhere. You know, he didn't hook up with people who sat by the bed. I see people today who hook up with people who comfort you in your crisis, but don't carry you to your deliverance. He didn't hook up with four paralyzed guys so he would fit in. Are you running with people who are as dysfunctional as you are? I'm going to ask you, are you running with people who are as dysfunctional as you are just so that you can make dysfunction look normal? Because if you surround yourself with people who can't walk, then walking, not walking, looks normal. And you may be comfortable, but you'll never have a miracle when you surround yourself with people who can't carry you beyond your present condition. I don't know about you, but I don't have time for it. If this ain't going nowhere, let's give it up. If we're not going to move, let's just walk away. I don't have time, maybe because I'm getting older, I don't have time to hang around with people who are just shooting the breeze, but they're not going anywhere. If I can't walk, I want to run around with people that can walk, because maybe walking is contagious. If I'm broke, I don't want to be around other broke people. Sitting up wishing we could go get something to eat. I want to be around somebody that, oh, you pray for me. I want to be around somebody. I may be stupid. I confess that. I may be ignorant. I admit that. But if I am ignorant, I'm not going to run around with a bunch of ignorant people so we can sit up saying, I don't know what that word means. teaching me to surround myself with people who can do what I cannot do so I can go where I cannot go so I can be what I cannot be I must surround myself with people who are not limited in the same areas that I am limited Look around you and ask your neighbor, have you got legs? Yeah, have you got legs? Because this is not my year to run around with people who are mobilized, uh, immobile. I'm looking for somebody who's moving. I'm looking for somebody who's going. I'm looking for somebody who's got some energy. I'm looking for somebody who's got some strength. I'm looking for somebody who can take it to the next level. I'm looking for somebody that can move this thing along. We're going to move and we got to move in a stretcher. We're going to move and we got to move in a cot. We're going to move and we got to move in an ambulance. 
yourself and fan yourself. People who do that have nothing to show for it. If you're in the wheelchair, you got to say, come on, chair. We're going on the book tour. Come on, chair. We're getting on the plane. Before. I'm just talking. This is a light Sunday. This is a light Sunday. Uh, the, the foreman and his relationship with the foreman, through that relationship, he manufactured the movement. These four men carried the one man up to the door, and they couldn't get in the door. They did not abort the mission because they confronted an obstacle. If they didn't, why are you? the first thing Jesus said to Mary and Martha when they came to the tomb, when they, when they got through crying, he said, show me where you laid him down. He said, show me where you gave up. Who told you to quit just because you hit an obstacle? You'll never win if you allow an obstacle to overthrow you. People who overcome things in life, they didn't overcome things because they didn't have obstacles. Sure, you run into a brick wall trying to do what you're trying to do. That doesn't mean that God's not going to bless you. It just means that God's going to train you while he blesses you. So thank God for the Thank God for the guys he was running around with. Because when they hit the wall, when they hit the door and the door didn't work, they started looking at the wall saying, hmm. Those are the people I want around me. People who hit the door and they can't get in the door. I want to be around people who look at the wall and say, hmm. Now, this is a part of the text I cannot explain. Because when I picture it in, the mind, in my mind, I see a man in the bed. I see four people coming in. They probably got staves, uh, sticks up under the, the bed to carry it. I can see how they moved him to the door. I'm not sure how they got him up that wall. Every scenario that I picture in my mind is quite complicated. But I do know that how you confront obstacles determines how your story ends. God did not promise you a convenient miracle. He didn't promise you a convenient marriage, a convenient business. A convenient child. He didn't have a convenient life. How do you get to have a convenient life? So I asked myself, you know, maybe they tied him to the bed. And then two of them hoisted him up while the other two got up on the roof and started pulling. All I, all I know for sure is that that was a rough ride going up the side of that house. Isn't it funny? When you're closest to the answer, things get the hardest. They made it over the road without having to be creative, but when they got close to the miracle, now they had to be creative. I don't know who this is for. You are right in the home stretch. This is no time to quit. This is a time to be creative. This is a time to be creative. This is a time to look at the wall and go, This is a time you need a strategy. Hmm. 
who look at obstacles and go, hmm, that means that going back is not an option. Are there any people in here that going back is not an option? So they got him up on the roof. I love his voice. He has some voice. He has some voice. I want these boys on my board. Not only were they creative enough to climb the wall, they were tenacious enough to tear off the roof. Maybe, maybe I should have titled this message, You Running With The Wrong Boys. If you don't have no tear off the roof people on your team, change your team. I'm too old to be running around with people who don't tear off the roof. I don't have time to sit by the side of the house and let the miracle walk past me. I gotta surround myself with some ninja type people who will tear off the roof. That's how I feel about it. Watch this. When they tore the roof from him, they start lowering him down to Jesus. The closer he got to Jesus, the further he got away from his buddies. We have carried you as far as we can carry you. The rest of it is between you and Jesus. I told you everything I knew how to tell you. I taught you everything I knew how to teach you. I prayed for you. I laid hands on you. Now this is where I get out of the story. The rest of it is between you and Jesus. Somebody in this room, you need to lower some of them people you carry in down into the presence of the Lord. Turn it over to the Lord. You did everything you can do. You can't live for them. You can't die for them. I know that's your child, but you can't control him. You raised him. Now turn him over to Jesus and get out of God's way. The rest of it is between you and the Lord. Oh, somebody's shouting over that right now. If your relationship with God doesn't change your relationship with that bed, then I question your relationship with God. The critics are now saying, he got a nerve stand for your sins. He, nobody can do that but God. Jesus says, what is easier to say? Son, thy sins be forgiven thee, or take up your bed and walk. He says, your relationship with me should change your relationship with the bed. The thing that held you, the place where you got stuck, the thing that's dysfunctional, the thing that doesn't move. He says, your relationship with me should change your relationship with anger. He says, you can't say you have a relationship with me and you're still flying off on everybody. Your children are scared when your car comes home. You can't say you have a relationship with me and you are still stuck in that same bed. Your relationship with God should change your relationship with things around you. I don't care how much you had, church. I don't care how much you're giving off. I don't care if you fall out and be slain in the spirit. 
If it doesn't change you, it doesn't work. It's got to change you. It's got to change you or it doesn't work. If if we don't preach a gospel that works, people are going to judge us as irrelevant. You need a relationship with God that challenges your limitations. And so Jesus says to him, I know that the only way you've been mobile was with help. I know that the only way you paid bills was with help. I, I want a faith that brings function to my dysfunction. So Jesus says, what is easier to say, son, thy sins are forgiven thee? He said, is it easier to say I have a relationship with you? Or can you prove that relationship by how you relate to what didn't work before you met me? So he says, take up your bed. And and, 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 wait, this is the the only way this bed got in here was y'all carrying me. And he says, now I'm going to make full proof of my salvation. Maybe the four guys are still looking down from the roof saying, oh, we got to get down there and help him. Maybe, maybe they're like the guys who, who drive me around that when they open up the car door, they're still pulling my head down. And you know what I keep telling them? I got this. I, I appreciate you helping me, but I got this. I thank you for the time you carried me, but I got this. I remember when you paid my rent, but I got this. I thank you for encouraging me when I was down, but I got this. I don't know who I'm preaching to this morning, but the Lord told me to preach, I got this. You don't need what you used to need. You don't have to have what you used to have to have. Stop allowing people to help you when you don't need them. Look at them and tell them, thank you, but I got this. If you got this this morning, open your mouth and give God praise. I've got to stop there. It's been a real joy. Thank you for the opportunity to share that word with you. I pray that it encouraged you and that it was as uplifting for you as it was for our congregation and certainly a blessing for me to share it with you. As you go throughout the remainder of your day, may the strength of God keep you, fortify you, establish you until you and I can get together like this again. You, take care. Nobody wins the Olympics by mistake. Success is always intentional. It's all been leading up to this moment. It's time for you to run your race. Do not allow the cares of this world to destroy your passion for living, but run after your destiny. With your gift of any size, you'll receive Bishop's message, Run After Your Destiny, on CD from the Run Your Race series. Just visit our website or call 1-800-BISHOP-2. How can we be disciples and be standing still? Look at your neighbor and say it's time to run. And when your gift is $75 or more, you'll receive our perpetual calendar with 366 days of hope and guidance from Scripture, as well as the entire four-part series, Run Your Race, on DVD. That includes a bonus message, The Gate is Open, from the Pastors and Leadership Conference. You've got to untangle all of the things that you have been through, reset, start over, reboot, and go to a whole new level.
toxic world, ladies, but God has provided an answer. Dr. Barbara Hoffman is here to get those hormones back into balance. Tonight on Joni. Did you know that we're the most blessed?
You keep on loving me. Can somebody help me? You keep on loving me. You keep on loving me. You keep right on loving me. Through the good and the bad, you never stop loving me. What you are to me, no man could ever be. I'm gonna carry on, and I can't take my 
people in the room know tonight that more than Yellow, yellow, yellow. Good morning. What up, Mr. Richardson? How you, buddy? How you doing? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> babe. It was so good water. <laughs> it was? I thought you said, how you bathe? I said, with soap and water. <laughs> uh, 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 you don't get dry clean. Dry clean method work best for me. Uh, 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 I have to go through the wah-wah. Oh, man. You just dry clean. You jump in the tub and jump right back out. Don't even have to worry about all that other stuff. It, it, and I will say fresh, but I'm doing well. How are you, sir? I won't complain. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I got out kind of quick yesterday, didn't you? No, we got off about right before 11. Well, I came back to my classroom after I left my meeting. Uh, you all were off of silent. I don't know what you did. Was. What time was it? About? About 9.30ish or something. No, you might, might have called us in a moment or something, but no, we was on. Because I know one point in time, because we got, uh, we had Nate call in, and it got heated after that. <laughs> How is he doing? Uh, he should be doing better now. <laughs> it got real heated. He was, you know, in pain and not able to move and stuff. And um, we had him call in, and like I said, it got heated, bro. After that, we just, you know, we just went in. <laughs> That's a blessing. That's a blessing. Good morning, Sam. How busy? Good, good, good. You out and about on your way in? Say again. You out and about on your way in? Yeah, I have a um, doctor's appointment. I have to have a CT scan this morning. Oh, oh you said a GT scan? CT. Okay. Yeah. have to have a GT scan this morning. So, you know, they're trying to figure out why this calcium is high and stuff like that. So, that's what I'm working on this AM. Is that Arthur that I heard? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. good morning. How are you? I'm doing good, Sugar. How are you? I'm well, and you? This is Erica, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing great. Great, great. Just trying to make it <sighs> to and fro, honey. In and out. What is that noise? Okay. We're doing that this morning, huh? Uh What is that? Some out of book bag or something? Hit the phone? Huh? I said, there's some out of book bag. Hit a button and just rest it on it? I don't know. I don't think. I think that's something. Sometimes. Mm. 
should, it should stop momentarily. Bam. He probably laid some on the phone. <laughs> there we go. No, it, it's the system, man. Every now and then it just does that. And, you know, like right. I said, when the devil gets pissed, it just, it just, just happens. <laughs> I'm going to put you on mute for a minute. I'm going to check in. Okay. You can go on and open us up, Mr. Richardson. Good morning. Yes, sir. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come, Lord God, once again to, to lift up your holy and righteous name. We come to seeking you, Lord God, for all wisdom, knowledge, grace, mercy, understanding, and more than that, directions. We ask you, Lord God, to lead us where you will have us to go and let your Holy Spirit take full reign. Father God, we come right now with faith and trust, Lord, that anything that we lay at your altar, Lord God, that it has already been taken care of. So we just thank you, Lord God, that this day has already been provided for us. Lord God, and nothing but grace, mercy, peace, and blessings will be imparted unto us all. Father God, I just lift up Erica even as she goes to the doctors this morning for our CTs. Contest, Lord God, a CT scan, Lord God, that all will be well, Lord God, that they will find no imperfections in her body, nothing but perfections, because you are the creator of our lives, of our hearts, our minds, and our bodies, our souls, and our spirits. So, Father God, we ask you to perfect that which is imperfected, Lord God. Remove anything that is not of you, Lord God, Lord God, and let us continue to look to the hills for which come by him and give glory, blessings, honors, and praise unto your holy righteous name. Father God, I thank you for the few that have assembled to to come and just and these exceptional people, Lord God, who come to worship you, Lord God, and give grace and honor and praise unto you, Lord God. Let our praise be real, Lord God, and let our joy be known to the, those who are lost. Father God, I even lift up those who are unsaved, Lord God, that they will see the light that shines for us and illuminates from us, Lord God, and know that it is the glory of God that that keeps us and sustains us and and blesses us each and every day. We pray, Lord God, that our day of employment will be a day of blessings, Lord God, that we will go and cultivate that which you have given us, Lord God, so that you bring forth much fruit. Father God, we ask that our lips will be anointed, our hearts will be pruned, so that we can cherish and your praises can go forth. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Oram brand go said it go sand it 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 go said 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 Harandi de 
Harambrasse de Hedelkosan Rasta Kadesh de Kosada de Kosa Ambokos de Kassan de Goseda de Kassa Horanda Kosi Hedelkosan Rasta de Kosande Rosta de Hedelkosan Rasta de Kosanda Rombose Hedelkombrosehe Rosehe Shumbrosehe 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 Urande Sheke Dada Kosada Rasta de Kobose de Hedelkombrasaka Rambo said that the card the shake us up, Bok Rashi de Corombo said the car say, or Rashi de Cosa de Sheracan de Sherico Sander Cosa headed the Cosanda, or Rambo Cosa de Shan de Keshan da Casso Cosa de He de Canda Casata, or Ramba de Sher Hunder Cosa, He Sharadander Gondor Cosanda, Hunder Gondi head de Shed de Head de Shed de Head de Shed de Head de Shed de Cosaca. Sere kosere kasara kosoro kosere harasikere rakasa harasere kosere rakombosere harakosere kosere kandasa horobrande koho yes 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 harambosere kasa horomboko robasere kasara kosere kasara kosere harambora nene kosandere kosa horombrase kedere kosandere kosandere kosere kosandere kosada handere kosere kosandere 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 kosandaka homboko sundoso kombrase hedere kosandere kosanda hombraka sundeke sindede shehendere kosandere kosadaka hombrande kosere kosandere kosere kosandere 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 kosanda Horandiriko ho, shandiriko ho, harandiriko se, diriko handiriko se, harandiriko se, diriko handiriko se, diriko handiriko se, heriko rambaka, handiriko diriko handiriko se, heriko mbrose diriko handiriko se, diriko handiriko se, horadishiriko ho, randiriko se, heriko mbrose diriko handiriko se, horadishiriko mbrose ha, horabashiriko sindiriko mbose diriko, horadashiriko mbrose diriko mbose diriko handiriko Kanda, humboko teke tere de kosaka drombo serera bora shiki da kubuko saka rande shiki hurande ke hede de kosende de kosende de kada harandoko 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 shere de kosande ke handro kosende de kosande ke te handro sere kando sanda ka hashira mm yes father huko boka shere de kos Yes, Lord. Mm. Yes, Father. Hmm. Boko Randesha. Ha. Yeah. Koshendere Kose. Ho. Mm. Ho. Mm. Homboko so. Ho. Mm. Homboko ho. Ho. Mm. Mm. Yes, Lord. Boko shika hadere kumbu shaka te. Yes, Father. Tere kumbu krandere kuseke dehe. Yes, Lord. Ah, there we go. Thank you, Father. Release that. Mm. Release. Ooh, yes. Mm, release. Mm, release, Lord. Handere kusehe. Yes, Lord. We give you the praise. Sadako saraka saka. We give you the glory and the honor. Hambro shiriko sede. Yes, yes, yes. We seek your presence, Lord. We seek your presence, Father. We seek you, Lord. We seek your presence, Father. We seek you, Lord. Mm. 
Mm. Let the anointing of God go forth. Mm. Let the presence of God go forth. There it is. It's releasing. It's being released. It's being released. It's being released. Yadadandero mm. says it's being released. 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 Open up and receive. Open up and receive. Open up and receive. Open up and receive. Handerko say open up and receive. Mm-hmm. Starakandeko deherko say herko chadadeko. Open up and receive. That's it right there. That's it right there. That's it right there. Open up and receive. Open up and receive. There we go. There it is. Mm. Now, now, now. There it is. There we go. Mm. There we go. There we go. Hi, there it is. Mm. There it is. Grab hold of it. Grab hold of it. Now's the time to open up. Now's the time to open up. Now's the time to open up. Grab hold of it. <laughs> Don't pull back. Don't pull back. Don't pull back. Don't pull back. Grab hold of it. Grab hold of it. Hang it across your head. Grab hold of it. Hang it across your head. Grab hold of it. Hang it across your head. Grab hold of it. There it is. Ha ha ha. There it is. Mm. Now nah, let it marinate. Let it saturate. That's it. That's it. That's it. Receive it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. You're the coach. You're the coach. Not a coach. You're headed to cool. There it is. It's sinking deep inside you. It's sinking deep inside you. Let that anointing begin to rise up inside of you. It's gotten inside. It's penetrated. It's penetrated. It's penetrated. It's penetrated. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, there it is. That's it right there. That's it right there. Oh, yeah. Ha. Ooh. Nah, we're going to see what's going to happen today. Mm. Nah, we're going to see what the Holy Spirit about to do up in here. Oh. Mm. What God about to do up in here. Oh. <laughs> Woo. Mm. Hey, hey, oh. mm. hey, 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 Jesus. Mm. Oh, this is just a warm up. Huh? What are you gonna do today? Hey, hey, go today. Hey, woo! All righty then. Well, mm. All righty then. I gotta get some more read material. I'll probably try to do that this week. Ah. Uh. I will do that this week, I guess. Anyway, um, what y'all want to do?
Sometimes we look at, I know I look at my situation and circumstances and I go, really, Lord? I do know what you mean. It's going to happen. That we got to stand and stand there for it in spite of when we're tired, when we quit, we want to stop. We have to go back and remind ourselves what did the word say. That's why he tells us to encourage ourselves in the word. You know, I don't know if that was T.D. or, or, or Joyce Myers talking about the world teaches us self-confidence. But, you know, we got to ha- learn how to be God-confident and, and, and get less of ourselves in the situation and circumstance. And that, that, that's, that's the God's program. Now, the world's program and God's programs are two different things. So we have to understand that, you know, and being being God confident does not mean that you are that in yourself you are nothing as far as thinking that you can't do anything and you're feeble and you're weak. It's not saying that at all. It's just about being humble, recognizing who your true source is. Recognizing who your source is, where your power comes from. And the only way that you can do anything is through Christ Jesus. Now, you can walk in your own strength and your own ability, and God gives us all gifts and talents, and, 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 and there's reasons for that. And he's not saying don't find out, you know, what your gifts and talents are, but recognize, again, who your source is. It's just like we say, don't bite the hand that feeds you. If you're feeding your dog and your dog bites you, you're going to keep, you're gonna keep feeding the dog. Normally, you're going to beat the crap out of the dog. My dog tried me once. That was it. He tried me once. Ever since Morgan even told me, because when we first got her, see something Morgan did, and and the dog and I, I came to beat my child, and the dog jumped on me. After that, next time I got a Morgan, the dog Morgan said the dog started barking at Morgan. You see, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. That's just foolishness in the world. But we do that in the in the spirit. When we when we're cutting off God from from His from His praise from His glory from His recognition, we're cutting off ourselves and we're walking in ourselves, and that and that ultimately is going to end up in defeat. And again, see, you got to get the balance. It's not saying that that and see that's I think where a lot of Christians, a lot of people miss it that you know when we think that we're we're, we're walking in God that we're recognizing in and of yourself that flesh is no good thing. So recognize that. But also recognize that God is giving gifts and talents and skills that you need to find out and hone them, but you can only do that through him. So just getting an understanding and a mindset of who your source is, a mindset of your relationship with God, a mindset of the connection, that divine connection that he has established. And see, when you begin to walk in accordance with that, that, see, that's when you begin to touch the supernatural. That's when you begin to supersede whatever's going on. That's when you begin to, you can, it doesn't matter about what the facts are, it's what your faith is. Uh. 
And see, that's what God that's what God is trying to grow us up in him to the point that we that we, we we're superseding our situation and circumstance because we're standing on a word and what did God tell you? What did God show you? What is God instructing you? And that's when you gotta get to the point and stand and stand there for. Because it doesn't matter what the world is telling you. It doesn't matter what your situation, your circumstance, it doesn't matter about it. What did the word say? And are you choosing to stand on the word or are you gonna choose to stand in and of yourself? See, that's the difference. That's why you have to understand that a self-confidence and a God-confidence are two different things. One is from the world and the other is from the Word. So we got to get an understanding of that. Because, see, now, if you don't study to take the time to get that Word inside you, then you've got nothing to stand on. See, that's why we also got to understand we got to take the time to get into the Word. We got to take the time to study the Word, to eat the Word, to meditate in the Word. You got to take the time to allow that word to get inside. So then you got something to stand on. Then you got something to gird you up. Then you got something so when the, the conflict comes, you still have peace. When the war comes, you still have peace. And you can stand and look at it and say, ha, 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 whatever. This is what God told me. Oh! And that pisses the devil off. That pisses the devil off. That, that he, I'm throwing everything at him, and then the kitchen sink. And this fool still, still chooses to stand on the word. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with her? Don't they know who I am? See, that's a bully for you. He coming. Don't you know who I am? I know who God is. I know who God is, and I know who I am in Him. See, I can do all things through Christ Jesus. I am a joint heir. We are, we are little gods. <laughs> That's what Brother Nate said. And we are literally understand that we are little gods. We are higher than the angels. He made us a little higher than the angels. The angels are even sitting down marveling. Why, why, why are you taking so much time and concern about, about these people that are dirt? Even the angels are trying to figure this thing out. For his divine will, for his divine purpose. See, we got to get get out of trying to get a, I have to understand all things before I do anything. That ain't faith. Faith is a relationship and a trust. And, and hey, when Lord, God moves... Yeah. To just begin to step out and say, Lord, I don't even understand why you want me to move right now, but I got to trust you enough to do it. I got to be obedient enough to do it. But again, you can't do that if you don't have anything inside of you. That's uh -huh. like run a marathon and I didn't take the time to train. That's like trying to run a marathon. I didn't take the time to eat right. That's like trying to run a marathon. I didn't take the time to even get on the course. But now I'm going to just jump in here and run a marathon then wonder why I end up in defeat. Not even trying to win it. I didn't even make five, mile five. Uh. See, in the natural, we, it, it makes sense. Well, you know you got to train, you got to do that. And, and they take some of the marathon runners, if I'm, if I'm correct, it might take them years to be able to run a full marathon. That's how much training they do to run 26 miles straight. How much training are you going to do in the spirit? How much training are you going to do to complete your course? 
Your course is much more than 26 miles. It's your lifetime. It's your destiny. Your course. How much training are you going to take to complete your course? Or we just want to jump in it and run it. And understand, I, it's times for all of that. And God works in each and every one of us different. So even if you choose to jump in it and run it, when you, when you quit at mile five, then you say, what happened? That's when you need to go back and say, what did I do wrong and what do I do right? And make changes. Because, see, sometimes you might need to just jump in and run it. And then when you fail, come back, scratch your head, wipe your wounds, and figure it out and get back in it again. So maybe next time you might go to mile 10. And they say, I did better this time. Lick your wounds. And see, again, so, so again, that, but see, that's when you had that personal relationship. God knows what's going to work for you. Because, see, that's how, I, that's how I, usually, I usually just jump in stuff and do it. And then only through growing and maturing and friends and a friend of mine, basically my karate, I learned how to study a lot more. So, oh, let me not just jump in this thing no more. You know, after you got your butt whooped enough, <laughs> you learn, let, let, me, let me do a little bit of reading and studying before I jump in this. But then you got the flip side of the coin. Well, I've seen people and know people who just study and study and look and study and learn and study, but then they never get in. So, again, that's why you got to have your personal relationship with God. But sometime along the way, you got to jump in. Sometime along the way, you got to get more than your toe in the water. You know, sitting on the edge of the pool and just have your feet kicking in. Ooh, it feels good. It feels cold. But, <laughs> yeah, it's about good as I'm going to go. Sometimes you got to get it good. And that's why God takes us sometimes when we're sitting on the edge of the pool and he just throws us in the water. Because he knows you're going to sit your rest of your life on the edge of that pool. See, that's called a trial and a tribulation. Mm. Mm. That's called pain and long suffering. Mm. See, that's why God has situations and circumstances happen in your life out of nowhere. What's, what's, the, what's the running joke? If you want to make God laugh, plan your life. <laughs> See, that's why God does that. Because he recognizes, okay, I got, I got to give him a little motivation. I got to get them a little incentive. So now when they're in over their head, drowning, now they might, now that word that's inside them, they might begin to really live it. Now that word that's inside them, they might really begin to grab hold. Or they might really begin to read and meditate and chew on the word of God rather than just reading the stories in the Bible. Because, see, now my life is at stake. My family's at stake. My situation and my circumstances at stake. Oh, no, Lord, uh-uh, I, I, I need you, Lord. See, see, sometimes you got to allow God to get you to that point. So hold up, wait a minute. See, what, and I'm going to tell you the key is, and this is the key, when whatever it is that you are desiring is much greater than the pain and the suffering that you got to go through in order to acquire it. See, that's the key. See, that's where we're going to fall. That's where the rubber meets the road. That's why a lot of people fall off. But until you get to that point in your life, in your situation, circumstance, where whatever it is that you're desiring is, is further up, but you see the pain and the suffering, and you say, I'm going to endure it because my family, my life, my relationship, my job, my mother, my father, whatever it is, 
I, I got to press on in spite of. And God, I can't do it. But Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to get in your word. I'm going to find something in your word. If nothing else, I'm going to just cry. And whatever I don't know, I'm going to just say, Jesus, help me. I'm going to just say, Jesus, how you going to go share that and go by? Help me. It's like you see a car coming your way. and ain't nothing you can do. And you just throw your hands up in there and you say, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Because you're over your head. You're coming to a head on collision. And you done done everything. And it ain't working. And you just say, Jesus. And somehow or another, you come out alive. Yes, 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 yes. Somehow another, you might have, the accident might have been inverted. Somehow another, because you called upon him and you trusted and you stood, he came. And it's the same way I'm telling you in your life, in your situation, in your circumstances. Just grab hold of God. Cry. Release and let go. Don't worry about going down to the middle of the pool when you're in the middle of the pool. Just say, Jesus, help me. Grab hold of whatever it is. Just allow him to begin to train you. Allow him to begin to, to teach you. He's necessary, my friends, to talk about. He'll give you some gills so you can breathe while you're underwater. He might not want you to come up on top of the water. He might want you to walk along the surface. He'll give you some gills so you can just tread water, keep pressing, and keep gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Somehow or another, I ain't there yet. Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Somehow or another, I don't know what's happening, but gurgle. But I'm still walking. I'm still pressing. And again, the enemy, oh, well, well, that's not scripture. That's not biblical. What about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They didn't have gills, but they had some fire retardant on them. They didn't even smell like smoke. So tell me what's not in the word of God. Tell me what God won't do when you just say, what did they say? You know what? We're going to throw you a five. You know what? They said, well, you know what? going to stand on God, and even if it costs us our life, we still going to stand on God. See, that's what I'm talking about. Well, you got to allow God to get you to that point so that you're going to go in spite of her, and it don't matter that you're going to have a victory, even if it's into death, because in death, you got eternal life. So this is what I'm talking about. You have overcome death through Christ Jesus, so walk in that. Oh, Jesus. Man, I don't shit God about God. Woo! Mm. Mm. Got this stuff flowing out of me this morning. Woo, Jesus. Mm. Got me spitting on the phone. <laughs> y'all didn't want to know that, did y'all? <laughs> like, oh, that's just nasty, Sam. Uh. Yeah, well, whatever. Mm. But I'm telling you, you got to allow yourself to get to the point. That in spite of whatever, that you're going to trust God. You're going to try, try. Say, Lord, I'm scared. Like he don't know you ain't scared. But I'm willing, if you help me, to try your word. Just be real like he don't know. Lord, I don't, I don't even know enough for your word. But, Lord, I'm willing, if you just meet me where I'm at and help me with this. Show me this. Teach me this. Mm, mm, mm. Like he don't know. He's just waiting for you to get to the point to recognize that you don't know, but you still trust and you need him. That's all he's doing. And he'll meet you wherever you at. And then if you let him in, he'll begin to grow you up 
That's why he calls it seed time, harvest time. Majority of times, most of the time, things come in a seed form. Faith, whatever it is, it comes in a seed form. And you have to allow that seed to get planted. If I believe the scripture says the seed has to, even science says the seed has to die before it begins to bear, bear life. So, I mean, again, self-confidence and God-confidence, you have to die in order to bear life. have to die to yourself. Your understanding, your rationale. <laughs> like that's what me and Arthur saying. I look. I don't know how that's gonna work, but God, I'm, I'm gonna trust you. <laughs> in spite of, I'm gonna stand in spite of. I, <laughs> every day I look at my situation. And really, God, okay, okay. But I see, I, I, I see what He's doing in my immediate past. When I'm talking about my immediate past, some of the things I'm seeing Him bringing me out of, I'm literally shaking my head, going, "Really, God? How did you?" Okay, I mean, I know you God, but really, you brought me out of that God. I know you God. Okay, so, well, Lord, I, I'm going to have to trust you for another few steps. That's where I am in mind. Well, I'm, I'm being real with you. I'm talking about my immediate past. I'm seeing him just correcting and doing and maneuvering. And I'm, uh, all right, yeah, I might be tired and worn, be down, and, and I might not even want to go no further, but I, I keep seeing you. Somehow or another, being God, mm. wow, I, I'm scratching my head. I, I, I'm not lying. I'm, wow, I, okay. So I, I guess I got another few steps in me. I guess I can walk at least another five or six steps. Uh, and, Lord, I'm going to still need your help to, to help me, you know, go forth in these five or six steps. No, I, ain't, I, I don't want to do it on my own. But I'm saying you just, just let God, try God at his word. Try him. Try him. Say, Lord, is this real? I want to. I, I want to do a test, like when we get ready to paint a wall. They give you sample cans of paint now, so you can put it on the wall to see if you like the color. Well, Lord, I just want to do a test to see, because I don't want to. I don't want to jump out in the middle of the lake or the ocean. I don't want to get thrown. Out. I just want to do a test. So, Lord, I'm, I'm gonna try you with this little thing. In other words, don't be trying to overcome cancer when you can't pray and stand against a headache. Okay? See, these are the basic simplicities of why we miss it in the faith realm. We get a headache. Oh, Jesus. Oh, let me go to get, to get some aspirin. But now the doctor gives you cancer. I'm going to stand on the word. Okay, well, what about when you had a headache? And I'm not saying don't run to God. But I'm just saying, see, these are some of the simplicities that we miss it in the, in the faith realm of walking in accordance with letting the word grow up inside of you. And if you miss it, you miss it. But, you know, you still might need God, your, your, God, the doctor's help while you're standing on the word. Again, that's why you got to have the balance. Holy Spirit, we just thank you, Father, as you're pouring out your anointing in each and every one of us. Holy Spirit, we just thank you, as you are edifying and growing in each and every one of us. Holy Spirit, we just thank you, as the word is being poured forth into our hearts and our lives. Holy Spirit, we just thank you, as you are continuing to renew, restore, increase, all that needs to be done. 
We just thank you, Father, for the word, for the impartation, thank you, Holy Spirit, as you continue, renew, restore, and grow. And we give you the praise, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Anybody there, y'all gone? Yes. I'm fine, dear. How are you? Why you been hiding that? Mm-hmm. I've been hiding in my skin. When I jump out, you can jump in. <laughs> Ain't heard that one in a while. <laughs> Get back on schedules. This is the new year. Yeah. So, how are you going with your job situation? Um, I'm doing. I'm doing. I um, I hit a rock. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to throw it at somebody. <laughs> um, but you know, I I had to um. That's why I sent out the text message yesterday, the first one, because God had directed me to Psalm 75. Because I'm just like, it just, there's so many things that are, um, what? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's just so much stuff going on that I just, like, you know, they closed the school because of the weather. Mm-hmm. And um, I had put in a request to work from home way before that, you know, because if the weather had happened, to work from home instead of using my vacation. And uh, they denied me. <laughs> they denied me. Even though they did it before, mm-hmm. the, the new manager denied me. Okay. You know. But turned right around the next, because I called in that Wednesday. That Thursday, she turned right around and had my team leader call me to give us permission to work from home. <laughs> because they needed me to work. Oh, well, okay. And then Friday when school was closed, they denied me again. So I'm just like, okay. And so to show you how you got to watch what you say. So I was like, the last two, three months, I have been, you know, working on a, a short check because I had ran out of vacation. And so I was doing a lot of days without pay, you know. And so I made the declaration. Uh, I had made the declaration. <laughs> this is funny. I'm going to laugh. I made the declaration like, go ahead. I think it was like, Wednesday or Thursday of last week, 
wrote Nakia, I said, you know what? I said, I'm seeing that I can function without making how much money I'm making out. I said, so I'm going to find me a job where, you know, um, where I don't make, I can find a job where I don't make as much money and still be able to survive, you know. <laughs> so right after I said that, um, I got paid. I got paid Friday. I'm like, okay, I had, you know how, like you just said, you make plans and, you know, everything else kind of like throws everything off. So I'm like, okay, I said, well, I got paid. I made plans with what I was going to pay off and what I needed to buy and all this other stuff. And uh, <laughs> go outside Saturday, my car didn't start. <laughs> and so, I mean, <laughs> so I had like uh Three hundred dollars in my account, and I'm like, okay, that's three hundred dollars. I need to buy this, 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 pay off this, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> to fix my car costs two fifty. So I got, I got like forty dollars to make payday, and then make payday is mortgage check. So that check is already gone. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> So now he's like, so I'm like, I, I woke up this morning. I went to bed last night kind of discouraged, you know. But he, I was about to go to bed discouraged. But then he brought back what I said, and he was like, now you got to walk it. Walk in it now where the opportunity is to still where you are. And then see if it works for you. See if you can do it. You know, see if your faith is strong enough for it. You know, because the thing is, when we say certain things, um, when we say certain things, we negate our faith in God. We negate His word in our life based on what we say out of our mouth. Because we are little God. We are little gods. We are lower than the angels, just a little bit lower. So we have that we have that power to form our existence. Our population, the new age is goddess. They just don't have the source of it. They know, okay, you gotta have positive thinking and you gotta speak positively and all this other crap. But in actuality that's what God says. I mean, look at the life of Christ. We're supposed to be Christian. We're supposed to be little Christians like Christ. Never in his word did you see Christ speak negatively. Mm-hmm. Even when he was being persecuted, you never saw him say, oh, woe with me, everybody's on my back. Oh, I'm going through all these trials and tribulations. Oh, oh you know, who could this, who could that. He never said that. But what he did say was what the word of God said according to whatever his situation was. And if it was negative, he's like, I didn't say that. That's what you said. Mm. And so when we come into our trials, we can't keep, we, we focus on our trials. And then we make our trials bigger than God. Mm. But what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to combat the trial with the word. So the trial when, 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 when Jesus came from his 40 days and 40 nights, fasting in the wilderness. When he came out of there, what did the devil do? He came at him 
with the flesh. He came at him with what he saw. He came at him with, with his beauty. And he came back at him with what God said in his word. He made sure that he put it before, not because the devil didn't know it, but he had to remind himself, okay, yeah, but this is what my father said. So, no, this cannot defeat me. I was reading, then I'm going to have to go back on this because i got to walk the mile. Um, so last night I, uh, I started this devotional. I usually don't like devotionals because, you know, I'm weird like that. But um, Derek Prince has this devotional called Declaring God's Word. And for the first two weeks, he speaks on speaking those things. And for week one, it was saying, I testified to Satan personally as to what the word says the blood of Jesus does for me. And he referenced Revelation 12 and 11, where it says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and, and by the word of their testimony and and they did not love their lives to the death. So that gives us three things. We have to make sure that we cover ourselves under the blood. That's any situation. Because, again, it goes back to when we always reference Job. Job's life was not covered under God because of his pride, because of how he looked at his situation. He, he forgot God was the one that gave him his wealth, that gave him his popularity, his Children forgot who God was. So everything that was affected was not covered under God, was not covered under the protection of God because it was not in line. But the thing is, and that's what happens with us, we forget that everything that we have is supposed to be covered under God. And sometimes we move it. We move it, not Satan, but we move it because it, it, it starts getting hard. Our situation looks bleak, so when we put our mouth on it without putting the word of God to it, we move it under the protection because then we say that the situation is bigger than God. And so God can't put his hand on it because we choose not to give it to him first. But once we actually give it to him, because I wanted to ask you, when your situation started turning around, is when you actually gave it over to God and you told God, I can't be nothing else with it. You need to fix it. All right, all right. And the minute you did that, it, it was like, wow. Then you said, wow, really? That's all you had to do? Yeah, that's all you needed was to just totally give it over to him. And that's what we, that's where we fall short because we put our mouths on it. We say that we walk in faith, but the minute we say we walk in faith, oh, my God, this is just so hard. I can't do it. I, yeah. you know, I'm, just, I'm, oh, I'm just so tired of this situation. Okay, so now you've taken it back. Even though you didn't physically take it back, even though you don't think you took it back, that one negative comment took the whole situation back out of God's hands. So now you're focusing on what the problem is and not what I can do. Because you're saying out, you say what's your mouth, and that goes back to the sacrifice. He says in the Old Testament, he says, you, you, you come to me with your mouth, but your heart is far from me. So whenever we complain, our heart is not given God's situation. But he says, if once you give your heart and your words to me, then I can step in and take over. 
And then when it comes to our health, that's, oh, my God. I've been, I've been, he's been dealing with me with my health for the last couple of months. And he's been showing me what I've been doing wrong. But still, me being stubborn, me being prideful, I have not taken the steps that he's told me to take so I can start walking in perfect health. And then I even put my mouth on it. Oh, I'm so tired. It's just so hard. Uh, oh, oh, I need I need to walk with my stick today because my knees hurt. Oh, my back uh, is killing me. Uh, so, you know, this is me taking the situation back to him because I'm not giving uh, it to him. Uh, because I'm having my own little pity party by myself. And I don't think uh, I'm having a pity party, but as I'm speaking, it is a pity party because uh, he's, he's telling me what I need to do to make it reverse itself. But until we totally surrender, I mean totally surrender, our mouth and our heart to our situations and give it unto him is not going to change. So my encouragement for all of us is if we're going to actually walk the walk, we need to walk it all the way out. We need to transform our minds and the words that come out of our mouth. Because that, that, that verse that I don't know if it's scripture or the church came up with it, but it you know, it's scripture. That the words in my mouth and the meditation of my heart. So if that wasn't if that wasn't necessary, it wouldn't be in the book. He didn't right. say just the words of my mouth. But he said the meditation of my heart too. So both of those go hand in hand. So I'm done. I'm going back on me because I'm going to be late now. <laughs> I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Right. Amen. <laughs> Our heart and minds have to be in sync. Lord God, we thank you today. We thank you for being God. We thank you for your love and your kindness. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for allowing us to see this new day. Lord, and we thank you for giving us just another opportunity to be able to have our life transformed by your word, Lord, that we are able to walk the path that you have desired us to walk and not the path that we have chosen that's not according to your will or your word. Lord, we thank you for your covering and protection that allowed us to be able to rest and sleep, Lord, that we were able to open our eyes to this new day to worship and praise your name. Lord, I thank you for my family. I thank you for the fact that they have been blessed to see this new day. But Lord, more so, I thank you for allowing their lives to be transformed by your word, Lord. I pray that they continue to seek you and find strength in you, Lord, and find comfort in you. And as Felicia said, Lord, my prayer today is that they commit their lives to you, Lord, that they seek you for guidance and understanding. They seek you for decision-making in their lives. I pray that their lives are ever strengthened by your word. Lord, I thank you. And it's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. Every day is a day.
and turn around for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the turnaround to watch your poor news. I was very early for testimony this morning before we got on the call regarding my situation. You know, I've been a man of God since September and all. You know, my heart, my heart is to just to uh, work from home, you know, and um, I have to, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm going to do the diligent one day. If I don't apply for a job, I don't get one, but I still got to press forward that mark because I have to have income in order to sustain my household. So Maria is at home, um, online with AT&T, going to classes every day, and uh, from 7 to 11, sometimes sleeping every, every now and then, taking a nap, in between the classes. Um, but I was on the call from 7 to 11 every day since um, the 17th of, De- of, of January. I was, no, sorry, 17th of December, um, Monday through Friday. You know, we had vacation and the holidays. Now, mind you, um, three days ago, um, I got an email from Alpha Caribbean. I had been posting my resume, and, and I know that, let me, let me take this story for you. At the end of this month of January, my, my unemployment was ending, you know. And, you know, my heart is out of family. You all know that I'm going to want to wake them out, wake them out, wake them out. And, of course, you know, I left my job. They made me out for at 20 dollars an hour. I mean, Erica is out this morning. Thanks. Praise God for her. Um, so when I was on work at AT&T, and three days ago I got this email that said, we saw your resume. We, we, we know you'll be restricted with our company. It's a home-based company. All you have to do is this, that, and the other. And we'll pay you once a month, you know. I said, okay. And, of course, they when they say uh, you'll pay me $2,400 once a month for doing this, doing this at home based job, it's 100% legitimate. I said, $2,400 at home. Jeez. You know, like that. So, I, I, okay, all I need to do is just, just when I express my interest, they, um, I send my application, I sign the agreement to work for them. You know, my, my reservations are $2,400 just to do what they ask me to do at home, you know? I'm thinking that it's just like too good to be true. Now, mind you, when you're watching God tell me in your life, you have to expect the unexpected. Understand what I'm saying? Okay, so here I am. I'm still online. I'm going to get ready to go to class at 7 yesterday. I got online at 4 by 4 and start pushing resumes out to the coffee hobbyer, my favorite website. At 4.30, I got a call from a temp agency. They send your resume that you just posted, we want you to come in for an interview, bring your driver's license and your check serve. We know you're shifted from the position because we saw how your, your interview, your resume is so impressive. Then we want you to just come in, sit and talk with us, bring your resume, and bring your check serve and your former ID. And see how God had his moving. So I'm going to say, and I said earlier this morning, I said, um, well, it's, it's about 45 minutes from my house. Not where I want to be as far as working close to home. And, um, of course, the at-home is still in my president. So I just got an email three days ago. I'm on board with a company bringing $2,400 home a month. Okay? So I'm like, I got an at-home position. So now I'm like, well, I'm going to this agency for this interview, which I'm supposed to bring my check service and my driver's license. I'm never like, we hired you. In fact, you're already hired. We just want you to bring your information in so we can get you started on the 22nd of January. So for Erica and I, I'm going into his office, and I'm not, I'm not going to burn my business because I know, you know, I want to make so much money, you know, like, oh, I need to make $18, what I left on $20 an hour, I want to make this money. 
It never dawned on me that God put it into my, into fruition that he's given me the at-home job that the particular gave me the $2,400 a month to, to uh, a second job, understand what I'm saying? So it could potentially put me in the sense of the money that I wanted. Now, mind you, I told her, well, I don't want to take no spread out of my own job. And I'm like, wait a minute now. It's giving me two jobs that I can particularly help work to make what I want to make and not work as hard. So I see the guy that has never in my life because he's not, not what it looks like is what is going to be happening in my life with the, with the job. So right now, because I'm going to this, this job, knowing that they already hired me because they already told me to just bring my check, bought a check for the, for the direct deposit and my ID. And all I'm doing is calling outbound calls, not incoming calls, just calling out from, for a requesting document for insurance. We request a medical record. Come on now. That's the God of hand moving. He's giving me the desires of my heart by the at home as a subsequent income. Hallelujah. To make up for the income that I'm going to be blessed with today. Jesus, that's the hand of God moving. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to be, I'm going to go in here with this video to do what they ask me to do and with my God in front of me. Hallelujah. Jesus, there's a particular time to get what I ask for, but no job, but it's going to be okay. Because you blessed me with a heart and a job because what I asked for, I wanted that at-home job. And guess what, my daughter, you got that at-home job. We're going to give that to you. Do you understand where I'm coming from? People, God is a good God and he's worthy to be praised. So I'm not going to give up on, on what he has for me. I'm not going to give up on what he has for me because it's all about him blessing me, me being a blessing to others by doing, seeking him diligently and waiting on him to move. And I still have the AT&T to fall back on, so my cup runs over with the blessing of God. I'm diligently doing his will and his way. God is a good God, and he's worthy to be praised. So that's my testimony. And I praise God. God pray for me here for success. And, and I know it's all, it's already claimed it, people. I already claimed it, but pray for me for safe traveling and pray for me for recovering. Because it's already here. I've been telling my soul, doing what God wants me to do. Feed his people. Bless his people. Give them him. Hallelujah. And then the cup runneth over for me. And I thank him. And I thank him. And I and I went to my prayer partner. I went to my prayer my prayer buddy, and she gave me insight on some things because I was still having some concerns about the at home job. How am I do this and do all this? And she started pouring into me, and I said, "Thank you, Jesus, for letting me call her to pour into me the money that she had to help me." I don't know what the blessing is. So they amen to that, people. <laughs> I feel good. So y'all, y'all tell me here. <laughs> I feel good about this. I, I feel very good because I wanted that income that is gonna that's not gonna that's gonna not gonna shake me. It's not gonna make me. You know, I wanted that income. I wanted that financial blessing, and it looks like to me it's not gonna be hard to do the work because he gave me he gave me just what I asked for. Just what I asked for. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord have mercy. Lord, we thank you for blessing. Oh, yes. Lord, and we ask that as you bless us, that we become good stewards of those things that you bless us with, that we allow your will to have his way. Lord, yes, Lord, Jesus. Provide grace and mercy to us all. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Oh, thank you, girl. Oh, Jesus. He keeps on blessing me. He keeps on blessing me. He keeps on blessing me. Over and over. Again, each and every day, he keeps on blessing us. Each and every day, because we just have to to, to give our lives to him and wait on him. Patient, press, oh, persevere. (laughs) Those power keys in my life, and I thank God for them. I thank God for them because I press my way through. And each and everything that I do. I mean, did I have discouraging moments? Oh, they were there. It was a string of discouragement. But hey, I won't give it back to God and get encouraged. I won't give it back with all my might and my soul and my heart. I'm going to give all my cares, all my cares on him. Because he's done it before and he'll do it again. How about he's doing it again, people? Jesus. Jesus, he's doing it again. And I just wait and grow in my faith and wait on him to up to move. Hallelujah to your name, dear Jesus. Hallelujah to your name. Mm, mm, mm. He's the one that's able to keep me keep keep me from falling. We all stumble, but thank God. <laughs> he didn't have to do it, people, but I'm glad that he did. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. He didn't have to do it, but I'm glad that he did. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, uh, uh. Samuel, you might have quiet, boo. Huh? <laughs> you got Samuel, oh. you got to go, go ahead and run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving, so I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a, a, a dip drop participant today. <laughs> you gonna what? I'm driving, so I'm gonna be a dipping and dropping, dropping in participant oh, today. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, how you doing? You good? Uh, hmm? Are you good? I'm good, babe. Ain't no complaints. Uh-huh. How's make- the family? How's so- the family? They good. They upstairs eating uh, Morgan's at school. All of them. <laughs> Let me stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was good to hear. All the morning? Yeah, he might. He probably off now. He might get back on, you know, but he was on this morning, yeah. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm traveling, and, I, and you know, I can't read my devotional today. Felicia, your, your devotional was, was, was excellently and eloquently done. Very I'm good. still here gorgeous. Hi, Sharon. Oh, my God. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> they called me out. They told me to get off the phone. <laughs> <Are you serious? laughs> they told me to get off the phone. The camera is on a teacher. These people you talking to. Oh. They're talking to the phone. Uh-huh. Erica and yeah, mm-hmm. You can't put Eric in that. I would never tell you such a thing, dear. No. <laughs> y'all won't even let my y'all look, y'all won't even let my story rule. I'm mad about that. What story? That they told me to get off the phone. I want that to be my story. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> y'all can't do. I hear y'all. Carol, no, I'm gonna have to get rid of my children. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> good morning to you. Are you ready for them to go on? You be ready all the time for them to go. Oh yeah, well they don't only here for ten minutes. You know, I just do homeroom with them, and then my planning period starts. So that's a good thing. Oh, okay. About. Thank God for that. Now, but um, you know, but, um, I have to tutor tomorrow, but that's on for yeah, minutes. Like, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna call you later on because I'm gonna need some tutoring too. Because I'm planning on taking this test Monday. I might need some help. Cause I, I, you know, I went to take my took my placement test um last week. Um, and I, you know, I passed everything um but math. Um, the applied math, not just basic math, the applied for the X, Y, and the yeah, that. Oh, that one right Ooh, that makes my soul jumps up and down when I hear that. The S and Y's and the Z's over the Q's and then the, inside the parentheses and yeah, that algebra right. portion. Yeah, There's nothing but variables, honey. We have to substitute. We have to substitute just like we even on this prayer call. We substitute the, the spirit of God in the place of that for which the devil has assigned to us. When I saw that math, I shut down. I said, I started hyperventilating. I said, Jesus, just get me to the You your prayer brother Samuel Farley. Oh, he, oh. He, 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 you know, he was taking was his freshman year. So what you talking about? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I don't even uh, remember all that. You know what? Well. And I said, you know what I said? Unless some of y'all have been out of school for 25, and so you got this right, honey, because um, you almost made some great work. I'm not here when I said it now. <laughs> I was feeling some kind of way, but I, I did flaunt the math portion. I passed the language and I passed the um well, three different sections. Uh, um, I, I, that algebra, I looked at them x y's and z's over whatever. And Johnny went and bought some ham and, and a hammer and, and and nails and oh like Jesus, you know that that right there. Oh my God! And the percentiles and man, I just started thinking about this. You know what? I know the percentage. I know the, you can use your calculator. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and I got yeah. it. But but I do I did get confused with that X Y equals Z and, and the Y equals R and the R equals what is X or something <laughs> like that you know that, that's why I got you know X minus Y equals oh, Z for what is R where, where, where did R come from you know but um that kind of stuff boo you know that was the equation that was the formula I said no I got to study these formulas honey because I mean oh. 
You know, I can't even tell my daughter. Girl, what? <laughs> when, when, when will you retake that section? I'm taking that test on Monday. They're retesting it on Monday. And that test, if I pass my math, I can go to school um, to become what I want to become, like a radiologist or ultrasound, sonogram tech, or, you know, these, these, these um, um, in the medical field, that is, you know. So I got to pass that math in order to get in school. All right. In order to get that $8,000 grant to go to school, so. And I'm like, well, oh, yeah, yeah, you guys go free. Yeah, you can't yes. go free. Yeah, with the WIA program, the Working Force, Work Ready program, they have it in Georgia here. Yeah. Um, oh, they yeah. give up up to $8,000 for two years um, to go and get a, 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 a train. They call it training, but, you know, when you're an LPN or you're a physical therapist, yes, that's straight, you know, career change. So, so I did math. I was like, Lord. And the kids just laughed at me. When I brought the test home, mama, you thought math. Why don't you just go on since you have a minor in biology, and mm-hmm. just get your associate's degree in nursing, so you sure enough can make the good big bucks. You know what? That sounds so good, Arthur. It just sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on that butt. I'm waiting on that butt. I the reason why I say it is only two years. I know, Arthur, but it, 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 it's on that program with the WIA, baby. It's on the program. She that butt in so quick. It's on the WIA program, boo. It's on there. It is, it's on the nursing. I looked at that. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't got the, the breath. I mean, the breath has always been there. It's always there. <laughs> however. <laughs> however, it sounds good, Arthur. It really sounds really good, but... I just was sitting here thinking that, you know, being, with these, these, these programs that we, there's a requirement for these programs that will, will empower you to have to be full-time. And that's what I, 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 not, I can't afford to be full-time. You understand what I'm saying? Um, but see, I, I, I commend you and Erica and even Sam, because Sam taking his real estate or whatever type of course, those of you who have stated that you're going to go back to school, and Marie as well, I'm procrastinating, got accepted, and has not even taken the initiative to go and see an advisor to start my schedule. That's well, the only reason I, I need to call her. I need to get the phone for a brief minute to call her to reschedule mm-hmm. my, my career advisor career mm-hmm. advisor appointment. I'm going to call y'all back. I got to <laughs> reschedule her. I'm about to be there at 10. Let me call her, and I got to interview at 10. So, you know, money. You know, educate. You know, the, you know, y'all know, do the math. <laughs> I'm gonna call y'all back. I gotta get out of the call for a moment. Okay, let me switch this thing here. I'll call you back. All right. <laughs> Well, now y'all gonna get quiet after after. I'm gonna start calling her the mouth. <laughs> of the south. Oh, the mouth. There you go. <laughs> the mouth of the south. <laughs> what? 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 Don't be sticking up for Robin, Batman. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to read to you all this devotional. You might need a little. Oh. Any moment, so 
depart my vehicle. Um, it says, think about these things. Um, it says, think about these things. Don't just think about your your own affairs, but be interested in be interested in in others too, and in what they are doing. Think about <clears throat> that's Philippians two and four. Think about Jesus' example. He held on while wicked people were doing evil things to him. So do not get tired and stop trying. Hebrews twelve and three. For mental health, you must focus your mind on the right things. Think about Jesus. You've heard the saying, you become what you think about most. If you want to become more like Jesus, you have to fill your thoughts with him. Hebrews 12 and 3 says, think about Jesus' example. He held on while wicked people were doing evil things to him. So do not get tired and stop trying. Think about others. The Bible says in Philippians 2, 4, don't just think about your own affairs, but be interested in others too and what they are doing. Do you realize how countercultural this is? Everything in the world teaches teaches you to think about yourself and nobody else. But Jesus was countercultural, and when you think about him, you'll more easily think of others. Think about eternity. No eye has seen, no ear has heard. And no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him, 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. When you start focusing on truth like that, all of your problems are going to seem inferior compared to the glory, the joy, and the pleasure of the things we have to look forward to in eternity. Your mind is your greatest asset and also the greatest battleground. Ask God to help you make the choice every day to feed on God's word. Free your mind of destructive thoughts and fill your mind with Jesus, others, and eternity. Then you'll have you you'll have won the battle. <clears throat> what are some of the ways you can practice Philippians two in small groups? Don't just think about your own affairs. You well, is is that what we do on a regular basis anyway? Whether we acknowledge it or not. Right. Because, you know, for you, like for you, Arthur, you know, even though you have your own things, but you have to take in consideration your parents. How you navigate through that, that process of, you know, your household when your parents have to go to the doctor or when they want to travel and things of that. Nature, your nieces, your sisters, nephews, all of that. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think that's natural. It's one of those natural habits that we um, always, uh, you know, walk in. I think it's just common for us. But I think um, where the, I guess where the, um, the line is drawn is when we don't do it in a spiritual context. But it's amazing that this actually speaks about things that we are, you know, 
for whatever reason, just commonly are indoctrinated in anyway. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I guess it's just like I told Sam yesterday when I found out that he had enough. I, he told me that his 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 dog took his journey. And I know his dog had passed on him so far and everything. So that I should have sent a bouquet of flowers or something. But anyway, he said he had he said he said he had four ninety year olds in his house. That's four ninety years old. He said, yeah, his father, his mom, and his other guests upstairs, and the dog. But, see, I didn't know about the other guests. And, see, this, and I just okay. thought about that. I said, he is a natural caregiver. That's what God mm-hmm. sent him for, here to be a caregiver of those of the, of, of the older sector. And then mm-hmm. I, I reflected back, just like even with my parents, and doing it in their, being that their health is not at, at its best, he has, therefore, a reason to do the job of a, a nurturing parent, or even though, in a sense, they're our children. And so we have to be mindful that where we are is not by, uh, what do you call it, what they say, haphazard or whatever, it's not by chance that we, we are where we are. God has got us there for a reason. Mm-hmm. But you know, and, that and, also coincides with um, you know, having to care for others coincides with the uh, scripture. You know, how can you love God if you don't love your brother? Yes. You remember we were going back here probably a year ago, we were saying, are we our brother's keeper? Yes, we right. are. Right. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. So whether or not we want to, I guess, you know, whether or not we look at it in that regard, it's something that we do want to, it's something that we do anyway. Have we um, done all the lists? I know done some of them. I know Arthur did his. I don't know if you. I know you prayed, but I don't know if you did yours or not. Um, I don't think I did um, the unsaved. I didn't do it. Oh, okay. Okay. Dear most gracious heavenly Father, once again, Lord God, we come before your throne of grace that we might obtain the mercies that we as needed, Lord God, to make it throughout this day. Father God, we come, Lord God, standing in the gap for those who are in need of a Savior. For in times like these, we all need a Savior. In times like these, we need an anchor. Father God, we in times like these, we need that solid rock on which we can stand in our faith and hope and trust can be based, which our faith, hope, and trust can be based upon. So, Father God, we ask you, Lord God, even those who call upon your name on a daily basis and continuously throughout the day, seeking you for all wisdom, knowledge, grace, and mercy, Lord God, we ask you to restore and rebuild our hearts and to keep it in tune with you so that we will not fall short of the glories that you have in place before us. Father God, I come on behalf of the ministry, Lord God, lifting up the unsaved this morning, Lord God, so they 
are involved in times like these, Lord God. And right now, Lord God, it's in our hearts, Lord God, that we petition the throne of grace and mercy, Lord God, that you will speak to those hearts that have turned away from you, those hearts who have resisted the name of Jesus, those hearts who have not, who refuse to even call on the name of Jesus, and even those hearts who refuse to even own you as their Lord and Savior. Father God, only you can change the mind, only you can change the heart. But Father God, I ask you Lord God, to get into the hearts and minds and condition it, Lord God, that it will be softened, that those callous will be removed, that their lips will be free and their tongues will advance, their tongue will be free, that they will call up in the name of Jesus and they too will be saved, that they will seek your face for all wisdom, knowledge, grace, and mercy, and understanding, Lord God, and provisions will be given to them, that they will have the power to tread upon serpents as those of us who are saved, that they will have have the power to go and pray for the sick and they will be healed, that they will have the power to call on the name of Jesus and their situations will be changed. Father God, we ask you to just lead them to the storehouse of the place where you know that only they could be fed, Lord God. And we ask you to even to anoint the people who will speak or come across their paths, Lord God, that they will bring a word to them, that they will change the hearts and minds of those men and women who refuse to own you as their Lord and Savior. For your word teaches us that every need shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. And right now, Lord God, we are caring for our brothers and sisters because we love them because you first loved us. Your word teaches that God is love, so we have to care for them even though they transgress transgress against the Holy Spirit. But our, we are, our desire is that they be saved and that they call on the name of Jesus and they will be able to enter into eternal life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Lord God, we thank you today. I lift before you, Lord, the precious and ministries as a whole, as well as precious and ministries families. Lord, I ask that you continue to bless us and cover us. And Lord, I thank you for allowing us to be under your the shadow of your Almighty will and power and your word. Lord, I ask that you continue to embed in us and feed us, Lord that we're able to continue to stand firmly on your word and walk out into this world, Lord, and be able to stand boldly but also profess your word to those who do know you but those of them who, as well as those of them that may not know you in the part of their sins. Lord, we're asking for your strength to be able to endure the race that's before us. We're asking that you continue to allow your light to shine in us and over our lives, Lord. We ask that you also allow us to be able to lift one another up, Lord, and be able to encourage one another, Lord, so that we all can go forth and and be able to do what you have assigned us to do. Lord, we thank you for the love and the mercy that you give us that we have not earned, but, Lord, we thank you just for loving us despite all of our faults. Lord, we thank you for having reign over our lives, that we're able to be healthy, and we thank you for the strength that you apply to us on a daily basis. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yes, yes, amen. I got to go downstairs to get my...
Hold on for a minute. You made the work, Erica. No, um, I'm just leaving the doctor's office. I was trying to find me some salad dressing and stuff to take to work, so I don't have to spend this money daily on purchasing lunch. You know. Don't hey, don't keep saying salad dressing and stuff like that, because you know, Sam will call a fast for the week out. <laughs> I ain't ready. What you say? You're not ready? Uh-uh. In my morning fast, they talk about they on a, a, a they on a strict fast. I'm talking about nothing but water for the next 21 days. I'm like, Lord, please forgive me. That's one I, I just know I ain't ready for. Really? Yes. Bless no bread, no nothing. Huh? Bless us all. Now, that, they say it's a denial fast is what they're doing. Yes, Lord. It got me to be in my right mind. Oh, Jesus, that's quite a bit. Hmm. That's something right there. Yep. Oh. I gotta be well, I got to be a grown up to be ready for that now. If I go through that, honey, I need to be on vacation and everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, bless me, Jesus, if I do that. Bless me for sure. Excuse me. Oh, Jesus, that's, that's good. Oh. Lord, if that's something you want me to do, I would put forth effort, but Lord knows I'm like you right about now. Oh, he's he showing up, going to have to speak to my heart of mind on that. 21 days, baby, that'll make a baby. Ooh, you, now, you're talking about you coming out of weeks. Okay, he ends up just like, oh, uh, uh, I ain't going to talk about it. Mess up and be like Sam. I ain't gonna know what to do with this. Mess up and be like Sam. Right. Bathroom and everything. Like, uh-uh. And I will have to laugh at something. Yes, like I did, brother Sam. There's a lot of restraint and control. Oh, yes, Lord. I, I'm going to get how you. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I was going to say, I need to go back and recalculate. I must have missed something. Okay. Walmart bags. They just have some regular bags and it's plastic bags and it's printed on the outside. Thank you. And then it says, you know, gracias. They didn't even say Walmart. Oh, well, they run out of stuff too, y'all. Y'all people keep buying up everything. Okay. When you try to corner the market like that, you need to be able to you know, handle your business. Well tell you what, when you when you when you own your own store then you make when I open my own store what? When you when you put your shingle out on your wall, you make sure you you handle all your ends, okay? Nah. Well I am. You ain't got but the shingle out Walmart. Ain't like Walmart in every corner of every nation, almost. Well, you know that means they're doing a good job. They ran out of bags, but they should have made sure to have some bags to the other bags come in. Oh. Anyway, let me do my list while you complain about some bags. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. Maxine. <laughs> Harabraka Shirukosa Shiraka Horabraka <laughs> 
Lisa Jones, Hara Shiro Kose Hedder Kumbraka Shiro Kose Des, Hara Braka Tero Kose Hedder Kose, Hara Daka Tero Kose Hedder Kose Randa Kose Des, Hara Saka Shiraka, Robert Dublé, Hara Brosh Tero Kose Hedder Kose Hedder Kose Randa Kam, Hara Brosh Tero Kose Hedder Kose Hedder Kose Hedder Kamba, Hara Brosh Tero Kose Hedder Kose Hedder Kose Tarakasa Shiro Kose Randa, Hara Branda Shiro Kose Shiraka. Sherry Michael Drake, Hombrosha to go to Hedder Costa, Shiro Costa, Horombraca, Shiro Costa, Hedder Costa, and Delacasa, Horombraca, Shiro Costa, Hedder Costa, and Dash, Shiro Costa, Horombraca, Shiro Costa, Shiraka. Lady in the parking lot, Horashiro Costa, Shiro Costa, Shiro Costa, Shiro Costa, and Dash, Horombraca, Shiro Costa, Hedder Costa, Hara Costa, Horombraca, Shiro Costa, Dedder Costa, Dara Costa, Horombraca, Shiro Costa, Costa, Shiraka. Jan de John, Horashoko, Shiroka, Saraka, Sidakanda, Horashiroko, Sidako, Randago, Sida, Horashiroko, Sidakandago, Sidakanda, Shiroko, Shiroko, Shiraka. Idian, Harabo, Shiroko, Sidako, Saraka, 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 Shiraka. The Mo family, Hambroko Shiroko, the head of the Gosi, the head of the Kobraka, Horapos, the head of the Gosi, the head of the Gosi, and the Rakasa, Horosteroko, Horad, the Gosi, Ashiroko, the head of the Sandra Gosa, Shiraka. The Tolan family. Big Jim, Miss Henderson, Hara Shiro Kose, the Kose, the Kanda, Shiro Kose, and that Rombaka Shiro Kose, the Kose, the Kose, and that Shiro Kose, the Rombasa, the Gasa, the Gas, Shiro Kose, the Ganda, Shiro Kose, the Daka, Shiraka. Larry B. Hara Shiro Kose, the Dombra Shiro Kose, the Kanda, Shiro Kose, Shiro Kose, Shiro Kose, Shiro Kose, Shiraka. Me and Joan and the Wilder family. Hombrock Shiro Kose, the Ganda, Shiro Kose, the Horam Brandi to go say head to go say head to go say her to go say that or go say Shiraka. Kavan Carden family. Horam Bashiro Kosero Kashara Kosero 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 Seniors, Horobasu goes to the Kanda, Shiroko Sede, Shiroko Sede, Shiroko Sede, 
Asian family. Horobosh to the go, to the go, to the go, to go, Sanda. Raheem Powell. Hombrosh to the go, to the gun, to the go, to the gun, to the go, to the head, and another gun, to the 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 gun, Maria Bird Sherry. Horobosh to the gun, to the go, to the gun, to the gun, April Moore, Sunday to go into the Gander 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 to go into Morgan Farley, who should have goes ahead and 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 goes Chrissy Shanice and Tisa, who are a bush to go to the Gander, goes to the Gander, goes to the Gander, go to the Gasa, Shiraka. Capri Luko, who are a Shiraka, Sedakanda, Shiraka. Kier Shaw, Rumble, goes to the Gasa, Gosa, Shadabos, Shiraka. Victor. Rumba Shiraka Sedaka Sedako Rumba Dak Shadadadako Yaraka. Brianna Little G Shandra Shirakonder goes to the Gander goes to the Gander goes to the Gran Rasa Shiraka. Anaya Hombro Shiraka Sedako Rumba Shiraka Sedandra Gosa Randraka Shiraka. Thailand Jasmine Shinder goes to the Gander goes to the Gander goes to the Gander goes to the Gandaka Shiraka. Devon Harabosh goes to the Gander goes to the Gander goes to the Gandaraba Shiraka. Amber and Brianna. Or I should have gone to the Gander to go to the Gander to go to the Gander to go to the Gander, go to the Gander to 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 go Kayla Boylan, hundred going to the gander, going to the gander, going to the gander, going to the gasa. And Larry, I mean Benjamin Benfield, who should have gone to the gander, should have gone to the gander. I'm about to do my juicing. All right, my last list. Whew, cabbage shoes.
People in the gifting class, should brush should go sit and let go branda should go sit here Reginald Foster, Joyce Mason, Alex Tom, Ellie and Chris Foster, Maria Mathis, Shiraco Uh, 
Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hi. Um, I first wanted to say um, that 
finally, I finally get the whole point of, um, you know, fellowship. The reason, the reason, the real reason, but well, one of the reasons behind it. Because <laughs> I was, you know, when you get so disconnected from, um, from being around those who believe as you do, and see the world through the eyes of God and everything, you can lose sight of, um, you know, how to renew your mind and how to how to look at how to look at situations. Because I was, um, you know, not calling in, and then I haven't really been like. Um, I had slacked off. I'm not even gonna lie, I slacked off real bad. So I had to apologize to God for that before I start praying as well. But um, I had really slacked off, so everything has been affecting me more than usual. Mm. Like I had to, I made the statement out of my mouth. Um, I can't see the good in somebody, whereas usually I can, I can pinpoint something that I can focus on just so I can deal with that person on the day-to-day. And I've said more than once, there's just something in this person I don't like. Everything, there's something I can't find it. And I know now that as we're not connected with fellow believers and we slack off in our our conversation with God and, and, you know, and making sure that we are putting God as the beginning of the day, the middle of the day, the midst of the day, and all of that, your focus can be easily taken off. Mm. Nobody can say that, and if they do, they're lying to themselves and to the person that they're saying it to. Nobody can say, well, I don't have to go to church every Sunday. Even if you don't go three times a week with people calling holy rollers or whatever, but if you don't go at least once or twice in the midst of believers, people who talk like you, people who who know God, who are looking and seeking God like you, you are not going to be able to say it. Because no man is an island. If that was the case, then God would have told us that man should not be alone. He would have let Adam stay by himself, if, and then we, we wouldn't even need to be here. But the whole point is that we're supposed to be together in this world. We're supposed to find people who are like-minded, who are who are so sold out for Christ that they understand the sacrifices that need to be made, and that the you know they understand that good things and bad things come, regardless of who we follow and who we are, because we know that we're on this. We're, as long as we're in this world, we're never gonna have. We're never gonna not be you know, hated. We're never we're never not gonna get attacked for something. So, you know, I, I'm sorry. Anyway, so I was caught I was getting off me to pray. So Father, first of all, I wanna apologize and ask for your forgiveness for um my transgression. Because I can't come before you without first acknowledging that I've done wrong. And, Father, I, am, I apologize for that. I apologize 
for every idle thought, every idle word, every idle action that did not give you glory. And, Father, as we go forward in this prayer, Father, I pray right now for the churches and congregations, and I pray for for that, that you will forgive them, Father God, for every idle word that has been spoken across the pulpit, every idle thought where the, the church is magnified more than you, where the minister is magnified more than you. So, Father God, I stand for, I stand in the gap where they are, they are, they are turning the eyes of the people away from the true source, which is you, and directing it to them. So, Father God, we pray for the churches and congregations that those who are who are seeking you, that they seek you in the Word of God and not through the minister, because the minister is nothing but human. That's reading your word and, and, and giving it to them because you said, who can hear unless the word is sent? Unless the pastor is given. And so, Father, we ask that the pastor's heart and mind, those that have been that have turned away because of, of greed, because of pride, because of whatever, Father God, we ask that you would just Give them that wake-up call that they need because they still have time. If they're still walking, breathing, they still have time to turn back before you give them over, Father God. So those who have, those who are our ministers, apostles, bishops, evangelists, who are constantly in the ears of people, Father God, if they are not speaking your will, God, speak. You said that you that the gifts and callings are without repentance. So you will still use them in spite of their heart. You will still use them to draw your people to you, Father God. But we ask that you also show them them. You give us you give us each day to do it right. So Father God, let them grab onto this day to finally do it right. And sometimes we also pray for the congregation that are so, they are like sheep. We are like sheep, Father God, but we are supposed to be able to hear your voice. And if the man or woman of God is not, it does not sound like your voice, we are supposed to turn away and go back to you, Father God. So we ask right now that you will touch the hearts and minds of the congregation near and far, nationally as well as internationally, God, and let their seek be in your word let them find you in the Bible, Father God, in the truth of your word, Father God, not cutting it up to, for their own gain, but letting it be like the two-edged sword, discerning and cutting apart at the marrow those things that are of the world and those things that are of you, letting us walk out in the newness of life in you, Father God. And we pray for the missionaries that are on the front line. Father, that's on the front line in the in those countries that are 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 being attacked. We pray right now that you will give them strength and faith, strength and body, strength and spirit, Father God. That even though that their numbers are dwindling, that you will continue to strengthen them, O oh God, in the mission that you have given them to let your word be known to every corner of this earth, Father God. And we come for those who are, have been who are abused and addicted, let them be released right now in the name of Jesus. Let them find forgiveness 
for those who have to do, for those who, who they believe led them to where they are, as well as forgiveness for themselves, Father God, because it all starts out with forgiveness. That one thing, that one thing that that creates the the, the gives the sin the dirt to to take root in our lives, Father God. Let us all be able to forgive, forgive mother and father, sister, brother, uncles, grandfathers, grandmothers, whoever, Father God, friends, relatives, associates, anybody, just a, a, a stranger on the street. We have such a hard time forgiving. And because of that unforgiveness, it hardens us, oh God. But Father God, release your forgiveness in all of our hearts. The church, the congregation, the abuse, the addicted, the prisoners, inside prison walls as well as in their own mind, Father God. And let forgiveness take root in us, Father God, because you said that you will never leave us forsake us and you give us forgiveness, whatever we ask for. But show us how to forgive, Father God, in you, in your word. And we give you glory and honor that only you deserve because you are you are the one true living God. And we thank you. We magnify you. We give you glory and honor. In the name of Jesus, we come. Amen. Amen. Got left deceased in hospice, um, sick and shut in. Is an addiction. I think that's it. Well, we ask that you cover the abuse and addicted Lord. Lord, they have been, these are souls that have been taken advantage of in some shape, form, or fashion, Lord, that they've, they've lost you in the midst of their struggle. They've lost the essence and understanding of your word, Lord. And I ask, Lord, that you come in, Lord, and you redirect their path, Lord. Lord, redirect their focus that they can keep their eyes on you. And and that they understand that their help comes from you, Lord. I I pray that you bless the abuser, Lord, because they have been distracted and lost their way and gone off course as well. And Lord, and I ask that you reign over all of their lives, Lord, that they are able to find the true love and the true reason for life, Lord. That they are able to be transformed and that they ask you for forgiveness. Lord, I ask that you remove the hurt and the pain that exists in their lives and their hearts, Lord, and that they be transformed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The season hospice. Missionaries. Hold on to two. Good morning. What are you doing with 
No, they moved it. They said that um, she was keeping it, so they moved it over there. Mm-hmm. I'm praying for missionaries. And the season hostess. Humbra shit of course to hit a course all right, that's all, everybody, I do believe. My apologies. Oh, girl, you've been apologizing all your life. I don't say that no to <laughs> Nothing but love for you, Hannah. Mm-hmm. Nothing but. Your biggest apology. I'm so sorry I met that fool named Sam Farley. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's right up there. Look, it ranks up. It ranks up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yada yada yada, woman. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, I'm gonna clean this up and then I'm done. Um, I'm gonna let a song or two play. Uh-huh. I want to do.
Okay, that's kind of, I guess that's been the theme this morning, doing all things through Christ. Um, we always talk about it, but living it and doing it is another story. So what I'm going to do right now as I pray, 
I just want you to spiritually, mentally, physically, whatever you need to do, just release that unto the Lord so he can begin to show you how to do it through him. Just pray in the spirit, and as the Holy Spirit ministers to you, just submit and yield. Okay. Hora shira de kombra ka shira de 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 ko ramba shira de ko ho shira anda de ko de de ko de ko shira de ko ramba shira de 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 yes 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 mm. okay this might get a little personal right now so I'm just letting y'all know hayara ko oh Jesus thank you Holy yo for the wisdom for the leadership oh Jesus as you show me show all of us how to walk out of the situations that we're dealing with Lord. Help us to seek you in all, Father. To see godly wisdom, godly knowledge, godly understanding. And to trust that, Father. To seek that, Lord. And then to allow you to be God, Father. Help us, Lord, not to just seek you, and then once you show us something, we say, yeah, we might take the first two steps and then turn around and go do it the other way. Or we might say, okay, I see what you want to do, God, but then still try to do it our way. Help us to not do that, Father. Help us to trust you, Father, in all and through all. And to allow godly counsel, godly knowledge, Lord, because you might even be leading us to a point of a miracle. So caught up in ourselves. We're so caught up in the facts. We're so caught up in what we see, Lord. We won't allow you to carry us over the mountain, to part the Red Sea. Father, you, we won't even allow you to guide us to the Red Sea because we see it from a distance away and we start to panic. We start to fear and say, oh, Lord, what you doing? Lord, don't you know that's the sea up there, Lord? Don't you know that's Mount Lord? And I hear an army behind. Lord, I need to go the other way. And we just begin to let the enemy overtake us, Lord. But see, Father, help us to remind us of who you are and whose we are, Father. Oh, you're the Lord. Remind us, Lord, if we look back, we don't look back at the enemy. We look back at the past breakthroughs. We look at the back at the past turnarounds. We look back at the past victories in our life where you have carried us over, Lord. Well, you've made out of no way out of no way, Lord. Well, you've upheld your word. Because, see, Father God, if we're walking in accordance with your word, you know what? It's not really our situation or our circumstance that is at stake. It's your word. It's your word, Lord. See, Father God, if we're truly turning this thing over the way that you desire us to do, it's not a matter if we're going to succeed, if we're going to come out of debt, if we're going to get healing. No, it's a matter, Lord, this is your word that you are showing me how to stand on. Lord, this is your word that you are showing me how to eat. Lord, this is your word that you are guiding me on how to walk. So, Lord, it's not my health, prosperity, my family. It's your word at stake. It's your word at stake in that situation, in that circumstance that I'm making a declaration. I'm making a choice to stand upon. I'm making a choice to seek you or guarding such. So, Father God, I got financial situations. I got family situations. I got I got health. I got all kinds of situations going on in my life. So, Lord, I'm choosing your word in each and every one of them. I'm seeking wisdom, knowledge, understanding, grace, mercy, favor, miracles, however you're choosing to bring us out, Father. However you're directing us, Lord, however you're choosing to guide us, Lord, I don't care if it's to the Red Sea or to the mountain, if that's the path, strengthen us, gird us, lead us down that path so we can continue to walk 
the course that you've chosen us to walk. You say that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Or Holy Spirit, guide our steps, order our steps, and then gird us up and equip us and strengthen us so that we can be able to walk the path that you ordained for us to walk. And give us the desire to persevere. In spite of the persecution, in spite of the trial, in spite of the negativity, in spite of the attacks of the enemy, in spite of the trial, in spite of ourselves, Lord, allow your word to prevail in our life. Wow, and I'm going to finish on this song because this is appropriate. Just say it.
song about having a strong finish because you got strong faith. And now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for those who have weak faith, who have little faith, that you allow God to enter in and to grow you up in this thing. Because, see, we didn't all start out with strong faith, and I don't even know where you're at in your walk. But I'm going to pray right now that the Holy Spirit will begin to enter, intercede on your behalf, Mm, mm, mm. That he will begin to minister to you. He will take your strong, your weak faith, your little faith, your shipwreck faith, your dead faith. He will even begin to breathe life into that so that you begin to rise up and be renewed and restored. And you begin to walk in accordance with the fullness of what God has designed you to walk. Remember he made those dead bones come alive. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Your faith might be weak, dead, a little. God is still God. And he's still on the throne. And he's still, he'll leave, and excuse me, don't get upset. He'll leave Erica, he'll leave me, he'll leave Renee. He'll leave all of us to go get that one who's shipwrecked all right, on that. All right, now. Yeah, who's lost, who's lonely, who's confused, who's at their wits here. He'll leave us. Because you know why? He said, I done tossed them enough. They'd be all right. right. I done, I done right. broke them enough. <laughs> I right, done got now. to the point that they Lord God, you go tell your business. See, that's why he can lead in 99, because he done trained us enough. All right, God, we, we good. 
We're good. <laughs> no, we done got our butts whooped, our behinds kicked, been caught up in too much, and even wondering if it wasn't but the grace or the glory of God, we would not be oh, right now in the congregation of living. So that's why he can lead in 99. I'll go get that straggler. He can go get that hurt, that mm-hmm. one is at that witch end that's about to jump off the building, that's about to slit wrist, that's about to say, I give up. That's why he leaves us, because he loves all of us. He loves them just as much as he loves us. So he's going to go get the shipwreck, the dead, the little faith, and say, come here, I'm going to bring you into the fold. And if you let me love on you a little bit, you let me nurture you a little bit, I'm going to grow you up too so that you can have a strong faith, so that you can have a world overcoming faith, so that you can be, ha, 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 be another testimony because of the, ha, 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 of the trials and tests that you've been into and you've been through. So Holy Spirit, go touch us right now. Go touch that shipwreck, that dead, that little one, Father, that little faith and begin to move and minister as you see fit. Mm, leave us, Holy Spirit, and go grab hold of them. Don't let them turn themselves over to themselves or even to the devil, Lord. Let them begin to cry out to you, Father, and you just say, here I am, and go love on them. Go love on them, Lord. Go love on them, Lord. Go love on them and implant the seeds of righteousness. Give them a hedge of protection. Show them the path that they need to walk so they can begin to walk out of whatever it is that's holding them in bondage. Break the yokes of the enemy, Father. I plead the precious Holy Ghost anointing blood over the lost one, over that, over that one that's wondering, over that one that's hurt, over that one that's shipwrecked, lost the dead. I plead your precious Holy Ghost anointed blood, Father, over that one right now, at this moment. So you can bring them into the fold. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Oh, Lord, y'all got me going up in there today. The Lord, I ain't told you to do nothing. <laughs> They're going to be putting that on me? Because <laughs> right. I'm already blaming you for enough. I refuse. <laughs> Blame this on Sam and these fools acting crazy in my office. I'm blaming that on him. Yes, my yes. Is doing it. I'm blaming that on Sam. That's right. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I'm pulling out all stop. Okay. How you get this, girl? Hmm. You see that? Yeah. Hi, Erica. How you doing? Oh, it looks so nice. Take prayer request in a minute right now. I'm trying to get ready to get out of here because I got to do some move around about 10. So. Y'all want your prayer request? Just give me a minute. <laughs> oh, definitely. See, see on the wall. See on the Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, you can get off the phone without that. Not today. Oh, no. Nah.
I got to set up the bridge. Let me do that now because I will forget. I'm almost ready. That I want to get out of here. Too.
God is able. All right, now, all right. God is God is able and he, Amen. he won't fail. All right, Smokey. God is able.
about to um, change phone. That's my call.
I am back. Mm-hmm. I'm back. I'll be back. All right. So who wants a prayer? I want a prayer. You do it with I want prayer. Who was that? Renee. Oh, okay. How you doing right. this morning? Good. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling this morning? Mm, I'm all right. Oh, okay. I'm rather all right. Okay, let me pray for Alicia. Oh, Father God, I thank you for this anointing that's over her life, Lord. Mm. There's an anointing that's over her that's in her, Father, that's covering, guiding, leading, imparting, strengthening her, Lord. There's an anointing, Father, that's inside of her, Father, that keeps her grabbing hold and pressing on and seeking you and trusting and walking, Lord. Oh, my God. There's an anointing that's governing you. And many times you even wondering yourself, why am I doing this? Why do I keep pressing? Why don't I stop? What is going on? But you just keep allowing God to carry you. You just keep allowing God to increase you. You just keep allowing God to be God. And God keeps blessing. God keeps being God. So now, as you are continuing this process, don't be alarmed, get upset, get frustrated when you see yourself just being placed among leadership, when you see yourself being placed among people who are the way makers in this world, making decisions in this world, and they're calling upon you for for impart direction and, and guidance and, and what do you think about this, Erica? Or, well, Erica, I'm going to just give this to you. I'm going to give this position to you. See, that's because of your, 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 your heart, your lifestyle. God is blessing, moving, growing, positioning, using, and he's even trusting you to do that which he desires to be done. See, it's just like anybody else. They get placed in a position, they bring their best people in. They bring their, their key people in that they know they can get the job done. Oh, I'm a, you know, this person's been good to me, so I'm going to bless them with this position. That's what God is doing in your life. Because of what you're doing, and not just what you're doing, but the way that you're doing it, God said, oh, yeah. 
I'm going to composition her. I'm going to use her. He said, I can trust her to do my word, my will, and not just to do it, but the manner in which you do it, to walk in love, but yet still to walk in authority. See, that's true humility. Christ walked in humility. Knowing, well, wait a minute, when it was time, oh, he chased him out the temple. So true humility is not being a punk, it's not being weak. True humility is walking in strength by knowing who you are, who you are, and that God is truly on your side. Mm-hmm. That's what you're walking in. And the Lord is already, this is just the beginning of what he's doing in your life. This is just the beginning of the transitions and the changes that he's making in your life. So actually, you probably won't think it's strange, but many others will. Many others, even now you're experiencing it. Many others are going to get upset and, 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 and chicken-necking and why-hi. Well, what's that song that you don't, that's a song about the woman who's blessed, but you don't recognize when she come home and she get on her knees? <clears throat> <laughs> see, see now, see the thing about it. What we've learned on this line, we don't come home and get on our knees. We stay on our knees in the spirit all day long. All right, all right. We recognize that we 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 don't have to get on our knees to conversate with God. We talk to God as we're going along. Holy Spirit, if you don't help me with this, I'm going to. Holy Spirit, if you, I mean, in true conversation, in true relationship. That, that's the only difference, and, 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 and that's because, again, of what you're doing. God said, oh, yeah, like I said, see, he can leave, at 90, he can leave us 99 to go get that one. <laughs> we done been whipped into shape. We done been whipped, and we're learning how to trust God, and God is recognizing that he can trust us. So he's beginning to use us and position us. In a mighty way. So just walk, woman of God. Move, woman of God. And do what God called you to do. Not just do it, but in the way and in the manner in which he's been training you to walk. Many more blessings are following you and coming your way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Father God, continue to open her heart to receive the fullness of what you wanted to have. Continue to bless her, Lord. Keep her. Train her. Encourage her. Use her. Use her, Lord. Use her, Father. Use her, Father. Use her, Father. Use the Lord, Randrugus, 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 Randrug
Use ah, there we go, there we go, there we go. Continue to penetrate the cracks and the crevices of a heart, of a situation and circumstance. Hey, I left it open for you. How you doing? Oh, I thought okay. Uh, e boy. Mhm. Okay. All right. Alright, no problem. Penetrate the cracks and the crevices, Lord. Penetrate, Father. It's like a good meat, and you put the season on it. Let it stay another day or two, Father, so it can penetrate. It's no rush. It's no rush because we want a well seasoned meat, a well seasoned product. Mm. So in this time, you can take it and then begin to cook it the way you want it to be cooked. In this time, Lord, you can you prepare that meal, and it's going to have that savor, that taste, that flavor that you want it to have, Lord. See, like, you know, even when you smoke a meat, you might smoke it for hours, but it's got that flavor. That's what God's doing in your life right now. That's what God's doing in your life right now. He's He's marinating. He's seasoning you. He's seasoning you. So don't get upset, frustrated. You just continue to let God add the different flavors to the hardware. So he can get the kind of meal and get the kind of product that he's designed to be produced out of your life. The Holy Spirit just continue to pour forth all that is needed that will penetrate to the marrow, to the bone, to the joints, to even to the spirit, Lord. Our spirit, soul, and body, all aspects of our entire life, Father. Mm, mm, mm. All aspects. All aspects, Lord. There we go. There we go. Even more so. Even more so. There it is. There it is. And just continue to keep her until she gets the full flavor, the full flavor. Then you can use her in the way you want her to be used. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Anybody else want to pray? And if you do, you have to wait till I come out the hardware store. So that might be about ten minutes. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. Not a problem. Not a problem. I just grabbed all of these. It's all on uh, who was the sound with our Felicia? Yeah. That's up. The heartbreaker. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, the mouth from the south did not return, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. I think she's going to interview right now. Mm, okay, right. Okay. Okay. So we got a new name for her. 
the mouth from the south. Hallelujah. That's your that's your Robin, Batman. Hello, hello, honey, hello. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, just so y'all can go ahead and start your trauma center down there. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and hang your shingle on the door. Now, I know if every time I know if you got real quiet about me in that capacity, so I'm gonna quit messing with you right now. Because <laughs> you're like, I ain't mess with you, you don't mess with me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you alone. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody else be on that bandwagon. Sam, when you gonna Sam when you don't got kinda quiet about that. <laughs> uh, when the ball is in your court. <laughs> you like what? When you when the ball is in your court, you just, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I feel, I feel him, I feel what he's talking okay. about. I ain't got nothing to say right now. <laughs> oh shoot! All right, I'm going on mute for a few minutes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
when he when he killed the killed the Egyptian that was persecuting his people, what did his people do? Who are you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> hey, then he comes and he rescued his man is getting beat and the person who's getting beat jumps on why are you rescuing me? Are you our leader? But his people still didn't accept and didn't receive him. And God had to take him out of his environment. God had to take him out of the palace. God had to take him out of himself because he truly was not identifying with the Hebrews or the Egyptians. He was truly a fish out of water, wondering what and who am I? I just don't know, God, because evidently he must have felt some kind of compassion, some kind of calling, because he would not have stepped in and intervened on the behalf of his brother. So now, we're not done talking about Moses. We're talking about Felicia right now. Uh-oh. There he go. He, he, mm-hmm. We're talking about Felicia right now. Because right now, you out, you out of water. you out of your element. You know how a fish flops around? That's why you're uncomfortable. That, that's why you, you okay, I'm, I missed the line, but I get on the line. I, I missed this. I, I missed church. I missed that. And you just, you just don't feel... Something ain't quite right. Something's just missing. Something's just inside of you, and you just and you're trying to find find that bitch. You're trying to find what it is. Like you know, what's the what's the, 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 the fairy tale about the the princess who slept with on top of the mattress, but had a pee underneath one of them, and she she couldn't sleep. That's what's going on with you right now. You just you just something ain't quite right. Because God is asking you. What do you want to become? How do you want him to use you? Are you willing to become that leader? Or do you want to stay in the small pond? Do you want to just be mediocre? Do you want to be a follower? And then, you know what? This is a question you ain't even going to ask on this line. I'm going to pray for you in the spirit. Because this is, this is something it's been a struggle for you for a minute now. It wasn't quite totally identified to, to really what's going on. I think this is giving you some clarity about what's really been going on inside of you. But see, see you, you, you and him, y'all got to come to some kind of understanding so he can begin to move you to where he's desiring to move you. Again, that's that, that thorn in that side, the, them, them trials and tribulations again. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Mm, I can't get the job I want. I don't mm-hmm. all that stuff. He 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 using all that right now. Mhm. Oh. Mhm. So I, I'm gonna just shut up because I know I'm, I'm probably just you. I you don't got got off the foot. I don't amputated the leg. I'm gonna just go ahead and pray in the spirit. You know, you you got enough right now. You got enough right now, and we just go. Cause see, this is some thing. God, God's doing surgery. I'm, I said I'm gonna shut up. I'm shut up. I'm praying the spirit. Para <laughs> 
You know, the funny thing, I was just laughing. I said, I'm going to shut up and pray in the spirit. <laughs> this is the funny thing. All it really is is shutting off your mind. And it's even like getting born more directly into your spirit. So it's just your mind is like, huh, but your spirit is just getting a full blast. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I just need to shut up here. Well, I can't do that because he told me to press for you. So anyway, shut it up, 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 shut I'm gonna say this last thing, <laughs> and I heard this the other day, and I this is the first time I heard it this way. But it was about you know the the egg that fell out the nest, and the little boy mm. found it, and he put it in the nest with the chicken, but it was actually an eagle's egg. Mm. And so the mother hen came back and just sat on, it, and eventually the the egg hatched. So here they are, these chickens, and this young eagle, and the mama feed them and raise them all to be chickens and how to eat the corn and how to scratch and get this. And so this eagle's being raised as a chicken. Then one day, he saw this shadow just whoosh. And they all looked up, and all the hands chickens panicked because they recognized it was an eagle, except for this one eagle. And this one eagle said, Wow, what is that? I've never seen that before. That was a little young eagle who has been raised as a chicken. And that chicken said, that's an eagle. We're going to run and hide because he might come and get us. But wow, look at how he flies. I wish I could fly like that. And that other chicken said, oh, you can't never do that. Don't you know you a chicken? We can't fly like that. And the young eagle said, yeah, I guess you're right, and went here with the other chicken. So I'm going to just say, Eagle, you're going to fly or you're going to walk around right. scratch Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And now Amen. she's going to mute and call me a whole bunch of men. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh. Love you. <laughs> yeah, she's still under her breath right now. <laughs> Amen. 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 If nobody else wants prayer, I want somebody to pray for me. Is our ego going to come off mute first? Right now, too. Mm-hmm. I feel you. 
You might need to go to the hallway, Felicia, the stairwell. Okay, we're going to get it on out. I feel you. I feel you. Baby, she's going to be oh, like her sister. Remember when her sister went to the conference room was on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> Prostrate yourself before God, honey. I, I understand you. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey, it is what it is. It is. It's almost like a poking and a prodding. You just, oof. What you, what you mean almost like? <laughs> okay. It's still. And, and what, did you, what, what did you use yesterday or the day before? What was the um, oxymoron that you used? We were talking oh, about something else. Oh, you're talking about the only, I, I got total clarity that I'm totally confused. Right. <laughs> right. And only thing I'm saying about I'm totally confused. Right. It, it's just like having complete clarity of all the conflictions that's going on. Mm, wow. Mm. I mean, it's clear that there is conflict in my life mm. that I'm being pulled this way. Mm. Things are just, mm. it's just, Clarity of confliction. You know what? And I, I'm, mm. you know, and the thing about it is, you know, as God is growing me up, and I'm looking back in the past, I, I, I see why people find comfort in that mess. They don't have to look at this to see it for <laughs> what it really is. Let me stay hidden. <laughs> Let me. Please, I, 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 that's why I yes, bury my head in the sand. Let me say, right. mm-mm, no, right. let me get right. drunk, high, run, or whatever, just so I, uh-uh, you know, mm-mm, just to see and to know stuff for what it actually is, that right. is a demon standing next to you, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's, a, it's a difficult, and like you were saying when you were praying and talking to her, um, I'm going to say this. First, she called you a jerk. I'm so I'm so tickled. She just texted me. She said, got me crying at my jerk. The, got me crying at my desk. The jerk wrong for that. I'm tickled. And I understand you, Felicia. Because I think jerk is a very nice word to use for saying okay. like that. Because I've called him something. I've called him something way worse. She's, she's trying to be politically and Christianity correct. <laughs> She's she trying to give you a name that is not lacking spirituality. But, hon, I, I feel you. But, it, it, you, I mean, it, it, it's, such a, it's such a heart-wrenching thing. Like, and you're absolutely correct, putting your, you know, head in the hole, you know, because, Lord, I, I have, Lord, I, and I do understand that's where we're in self. But, Lord, I have put myself in this situation. Lord, I have built these barriers around me for a reason. So I can protect my spirit, Lord. So I can protect my mind, Lord. So I can protect my heart. And I have been able to deal with the circumstances mm-hmm. and the situations in life with these protective walls that mm-hmm. I have placed around me. Mm-hmm. And, Lord, the more you reveal me Jesus. to me, the more it pulls, you know, it, it's heart-wrenching. Because, mm-hmm. Lord, yes, I, I, I love you and I never deny you. 
But, Lord, what am I supposed to do? Do. Lord, I see you clearly, and I see the things Mm -hmm. around me clearly. But, Lord, really, that's what you want me to do? And, Lord, and I see that I'm different from everybody around me. How am I supposed to handle this? Lord, who can I talk to? And, Lord, you tell me to cast my cares upon you. You tell me to bring it to you. But, Lord, I have been born into this sinful world to where it is just so common and comfortable for me to find that type of trust in man. And, Lord, I know if I reveal what you reveal to me to some of the men or the man, and I'm speaking about men and women alike, when I reveal what you reveal to me to these men that I communicate with, Lord, they're going to look at me like I done lost my everlasting life. And, yes, Lord, I do trust you. But that carnal that carnal thing that we thrive for, just the communication with man on the phone or someone in front of our face to just be able to sympathize with us. Lord, really? <laughs> and then and then when you begin to act upon what God has put in your spirit, because, see, you've already mentally processed how people are going to react to you or the lack thereof. But then when you start acting it out and then they respond to you and you begin to feel isolated and disconnected from all those things that you were so used to or common or comfortable with. And what we always consider as complacency and comfort, it's no longer that. Because, Lord, I can't, I can't even sleep at night. You will allow me to get about two, maybe two, three hours, but the rest of the time, you know, I'm up. I got all the lights on at home. I got the TV going because I, I don't need, Lord, I hear you. I do. But when I have quiet time with you, sometimes you put so much into my spirit, I don't even know how to handle it. So I turn on the radio, TV, and the light. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Turn them out. I don't want to. I, I don't want I don't know how to. I don't want to try to even I try to handle it. <laughs> right. But Lord, I pray and I, I talk and I know Your Word. I know what You said to me, and I keep telling myself I need to surrender all. Mm. I need to commit fully to You. Mm. But it is so overwhelming, Lord. I just don't even know what to do. Mm. So, yes, I'm going to grab that romance novel because I'm going to live somebody, I'm going to read somebody else's life because I ain't even trying to live mine okay. right now. Okay. Wait a minute. Now, you know you just cut her because you know that's what she do. But she just texted me and she said, shut up. She said, shut up, Erica. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Lord. And, I, and, and, and that's how come... I couldn't do anything but laugh while you were talking because before you said what though everything you said, I knew where you were going. And yes, God, I I've been there, and to some degree, I'm still there now. I am at another phase to where when the you know idiosyncrasies be, continue to be you know continue that it's something inside of me it must be the spirit of God that tell me okay you know what I've heard enough of your foolishness 
this is really what this, 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 and this, this, this said the Lord. So everything you're saying is just totally irrelevant and totally wrong. <laughs> and then I step back and I try to become Erica again, and then I keep walking. And then as I'm walking, I'm like, Lord, really, you put me in a position to say this to these people? <laughs> and I still have to step back and still communicate with you and still battle within myself with what you revealed me to me mm-hmm. and where you're leading me and I still don't know how to get there. And you you given me and you've given me the vehicle to get there. But I still don't know how to get in there and do it. Don't leave yet. So honey, I pray for you. I pray for you. I understand. Jesus, and and I can I can admit and acknowledge that as happy as I am that my children are up and out, you know, old enough to be self sufficient, and Jayla is off to college. My life has been so consumed with my three girls and being pulled in so mm. many directions. But now that it's about me, because, see, I don't have them to fall on like Mm -hmm. I used to when God is whispering in my ear. And I can, Mm. you know, and I can turn him off, so to speak, or try to turn him off. I have to take Jayla here. Well, Punch needs this. Well, Janai needs that. And I have to keep ripping and running. And you have legitimate reasons, too. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And that's what I'm You're talking about valid reasons. And now okay. that I don't have those things anymore, because, yes, Lord, you have helped me okay, you to equip them to uh-huh. do what they need to do, and now I have even more time for you to t- whisper in my ear to be more conflicted. <laughs> I don't like either one of you right now. I love you. I love you, but, yeah. I, I, I like do. I don't like neither one of you right now. <laughs> I love you with the love of Jesus. Always been yes. Um the struggle is actually doing it. So I I needed the kick in the butt from both of y'all. Um I did. I needed to kick in the butt to those people. Because the thing is, um, one of the things that God has said can never come before him is fear. And so when I read that scripture, I've been trying to um, do just the opposite. You know, because, I mean, he says, you know, I did not give you the spirit of fear. The spirit of fear is of the devil. And those who walk in fear, those who live in fear, cannot be, go before the Father. Because if you're fearful of following him, then you're fearful of acknowledging him. And if you're fearful of acknowledging him, then you're fearful of doing three things. You know, so it's like it's, it, it, it's all connected on so many levels. Um, 
living in fear causes procrastination. I figured out what my sneaker was down there. Thanks for pointing that out and still leaving it down there um, again. But, you know, um, uh, fear resides in us. And it's when we're inactive that we, when we do nothing, that fear has nothing to do but sit in it. All it has to do is sit in the house, in the corner, and do nothing. Because that's basically what we're going to do if we're afraid that we won't do anything. And that's all fear has to do is make you afraid and immobilize you in what, you, what you're supposed to do. Immobilize your actions and you know confuse your thoughts and and all of that good stuff and you know and then you look around ten years later wondering where did all the time go right you know and it's like and God is still sitting there you know I mean he's not sitting there because he's always busy or whatever but you know he's still like yeah it's been ten years and I'm still waiting. I've had other people take over that assignment, even though it's still your assignment. I've also allotted that assignment to other people who were willing and unfearful to do what I wanted you to do. You know, and you know, and I look at I'm and then you're right. I'm uncomfortable in so many more situations now than I was before because I see and hear things that are not right, and I'm like, what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? You know? Um, but I take the mute but off of my life. Amen. You know, I take I take the mute button off my life because I have to remember, you once you, you know, psychology lets you know, once you find the root of your problem, you can fix it. Or you can let God show you the root of your problem and fix it for you. And, and so that's what I do right now. I let God show me the root of my problem. And it goes back to my dad hitting the mute button. But then I kept the mute button on hold. I kept pressing it down and not taking back the authority that was given to me to speak. You know, um, and now I let fear have my finger stay on the mute button because I want to be accepted. Yeah, but the yeah. only person that has to accept me is God. Amen, amen. You know, nobody else. If mama denies me, daddy denies me, my coworkers, my sister, it doesn't matter. If God accepts me, then everything else is whatever. Yeah. So, um, again, I, y'all just messed my whole day up, but that's cool. I have a lot to think about now. And Sam, <laughs> in all love, I, I, first I have to say I appreciate God in you. Amen. And your willingness. I like your example. I need You know, all of us need to see that example of willingness at some point in our, you know, you know, in our day to day. We have to see the willingness to accept 
our situation and letting God take over. You know, and I appreciate that in you because even though you still hold stuff back from him, that's fine. Because you're at where where you're at eighty to ninety percent most of the time, you know, me personally I'm like sixty, seventy percent. You know, I, I'm getting there. He's working on it. He ain't through. But um you know, um you know that song that says Lord, I'm running, trying to make a hundred. You are closer than most. If if God was, and that's that's the lovely thing about God, regardless, He He gave us that um, He gave us that parable about the, the owner of the land who, you know, he went out at the beginning of the day and had workers come in, and he went out at the end of the day, and they all got the same pay. Mm-hmm. So he already says that it's not about winning, you do it. But if he was, you are at, you know, the pyramid scheme, you're at the, you're at the gold, silver level. You know, I'm, you're almost platinum. Well, I'm still working on wood, but that's cool. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> we're all in the same. We're all going to the same location. Amen. And, and Father, I just thank you for I thank you for Sam. I thank you for Sam. You know, you said to you pray for the prosperity of our soul. You know, you pray for the prosperity. You said be fruitful and multiply. But and then God gave it to me yesterday. He was like, but what are the fruits that He was saying? And it went to the the, the fruit of the spirit. Be fruitful in the spirit and multiply. Mm. What is your fruit? And your fruit is glorious because you have the fruit of the spirit residing you a lot. You have more patience than you think. You have more joy than you think. Your meekness your is awesome. Your humbleness is, is humbling. Your sarcasm, I can do without, but that's cool. That's I'm not okay. You know, stay focused. Stay focused. <laughs> you know the balance. You know the balance. And I tell my daughter all the time. You know, you know it. You know that the spirit of God works in you and through you. Now rest in it. Rest in it. There is no. We all have the spirit of God in us, but we don't know. You know, sometimes we're, we're either fearful of, of of tapping into it, or we just are are not knowing the word enough, or our faith is not strong enough to keep tapped into it. But you stay tapped into it all day, every day. Now it's time for you to rest in it. It's time for you to rest in it, and not you don't have to. You have, there's no such thing as psychos in the spirit of God. But what you have is where you, I use Pastor Lamar as an example. We're not supposed to compare ourselves, but using Pastor Lamar as an example, he knows that he lets God use him. So he's let, he, he lets himself rest in the presence of God all day. You need to shake off your Martha spirit 
and learn to rest like Mary. You do it all the time on the line. You can be speaking in tongues and juicing. You can be speaking in tongues and you just talk to Sarah and be like, yeah, Sam, you know, put the board over there and the other's up there, and you go back to speaking in the spirit. You can do it. It's second nature. Now you have to let it connect together and just rest in God. You know, um, and I'm going to get off because i got to go back to my desk. Remember in Matrix when um, um, Neo first really got it, that he understood the power of being in the Matrix? Mm-hmm. And he, you know, at first he was, you know, he was, he was trying so hard to get it, but when he got it, all he did was as the bullets were coming to him, he just put his hand up, mm. and the bullet stopped. And then he looked at it like, wow, okay, that's you. You need to understand that all you got to do is put your hand up. Right. And he had, you are so endued with the spirit of God that you, you just got to let it connect with me. Arrest it. That's what he's looking for you to do, just resting in it. When you saw all those ducks come in line and all the situations start clearing up, that was when you rested in him and you threw up your hand. Now it's time for you to do that with everything. Just throw up your hand and rest it. Mm-hmm. And we thank you, God, for your grace and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> Man, I love you too. It's <laughs> a whole lot of love going forth today, ain't it? <laughs> Amen. Okay, well, let God be God. Give him the glory. <laughs> yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. I feel you. <laughs> wait, wait. It's, it's so funny. She's talking, and Sam, you do all these things. You be speaking in tongues. Yes, I'm listening to her. I'm, I'm putting up the drop ceiling. and I'm walking around. <laughs> oh, I'm like, okay, leave me alone, girl. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Father God. Rombushidaranda Sadaka. Furros and Debbus and Raka. Harambosidakam Raka. Many changes are coming forth. Many changes are coming forth. And it's coming back to, uh, who is it? I think Eric or whatever was talking about us communing together. And, and, and mm, well, I mean, think about it. Well, one gather together, he can put a thousand, two can put ten thousand. So now, as we're communing together, coming in one accord, it's causing situations and circumstances to shift. Just like my sister just said about the bullets coming forth, and we just put our hand up and it dropped. Because we're standing together in one accord in the Word of God, it's causing situations and circumstances to shift according to the purposes that God has ordained. And much of what we do is on behalf of others or situations of God outside of ourselves. But God is saying, look, I'm going to take care of you because you're taking care of me. Because you are willing to stand and intercede on behalf of his business, he's going to take care of our business. Again, I I stand in testament of that because I'm still scratching my head about some of the things God is doing in my life. But I'm, hey, God, I'm, you know, but that helps me to be encouraged to press on in spite of myself, in spite of my own willingness, in spite of what I see, to just, well, God, I got to trust you to finish what you started in my life. You are the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the author, the author of who we are. So I, I need to let you finish writing this book. I need you to let you finish writing writing these chapters in my life that you're doing, in my family's life, in my mother's and my father's. Yes, it gets trying at times. I was telling somebody the other day, my mother and father, 89 and 90 years old, 91, actually, in 89, should be 89 in February. And, and, and I, I, I got two people coming over our house helping us um, at least once a week, sometimes two or three times a week. And with them coming in my house, I laugh because when I come home, sometimes the expressions that they have on their face, the frustration, the anguish, the, the things, and, and, and I laugh because, see, unless you are really living in it, you don't know what I'm dealing with. And because now that they're in it, they just, you know, I, I, sometimes I have, like, I have to sit there and listen to them vent to get it all. But I can't fully explain the fullness of what I'm looking at. So when I'm dealing with my, our, our situation is chaotic, out of order, it's in disarray. And I'll tell you, I'm looking at my parents, 89 and 91 years old, and I got to trust God to keep them here healthy while he gets my stuff in order. That's just one of the situations that I'm dealing with. So, again, that's something else that's just totally out of my control. People talk about, well, your parents are so healthy and they're blessed. And I say, and I praise the Lord for it, but do you recognize how many hours a day that I'm on the phone or I'm ministering prayer? And God, because they're helping to keep our family together and allow me to get my situation, my situation together, and he's preserving their health. See, these are the things that I recognize, but I just smile when people say it. Getting back to that song, like the lady said, how blessed she is, well, you don't recognize when she come home and she fall down on her knees. Again, so I'm just saying that to encourage you just to continue to trust God with all that's going on in your life. Trust that he knows every hair on your head, even if it's bald, you got a little bit of stubble coming out of the back. He knows that. We don't even know that. It's difficult. 
It's trying. That's why most people don't do it, because it's trying, but trust him in spite of. Seek him in spite of. In your frailties, in your hurt, in your mess. He don't know what you're doing or don't doing, what you need to be doing. Trust him in your mess. Trust him. Allow him in. Allow him to grow you up, to change you. Like, I don't know who I think it was Arthur said, we can change our mind, but it's only God that can change our heart. Trust him. Let him in. Let him in. Let him in. Let him finish what he started in your life. Your chapter's not over. Your journey's not yet done. He woke you up another day. That means there's something else that needs to be done in your life, in your situation, in your circumstances. So pull not back, but let him become truly, 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 who he desires. He desires to be truly all in all in your life. Let him grow you up to that point. And watch the blessings overflow in your heart and your life, your situation and your circumstance. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I don't know if anybody else got anything. If not, I'm going to say au revoir. Child. Oh, okay. All right, well, I will holler at y'all on a later basis. Have a good day, everybody. All right, bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.